So you think I'm some kind of mercenary? You know, when you when you say to your mum, 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 can we get Shatterpoint? And she's like, we've got Shatterpoint at home, yeah. but it's it's DTA Shatterpoint. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. I'm a Mandalorian. Weapons are part of my religion. The the warning is a trap card. It comes up, you hear yeah. it, and then we move yeah. on. This is the way. I have a bad feeling about this. You're listening to Red Mandos, a Star Wars Shadowpoint podcast dedicated to scum and villainy. If you've come for polish, this is not the podcast you're looking for. We offer the raw, unadulterated take on everyone's favorite skirmish game set in a galaxy far, far away. As always, I'm joined by my fellow Mando. So, why don't you tell everyone what this is really about? This is the most budget Shadowpoint podcast that you will find anywhere on the internet. Uh, what we're going for with Remandos is just a very low budget, uh, low production quality podcast, but we're going to give you the inside scoop. We're going to give you the truth as we see it. We're not going to be swayed by the community. We're going to give you high quality, low production value content. I'm joined by my other host, Redmando one I am Redmando 2. Welcome to Red Man. Yeah, this is the way, I think, our catchphrase is going to be. And that's, we're just going to tell you the way it is. Unadulterated, not filtered, pure Shatterpoint, the way it should be. I like it. This is the way. I like it. You see, we're just, we're making this up. You know, we don't have a plan. We don't have a script. We're just making it up. It's more like, you know, you're sitting around with your pals and you're just talking nonsense about Shatterpoint. Yeah, it's kind of that's the way the you play Shatterpoint. You don't know what's coming next. We don't know what's coming next. You don't know what you're going to draw. That's true. That's true. Uh, you just got to fly off the cuff. You could, you could reserve if you have force. We don't have enough but, force. You know, we, we, you, we need to jump. Know. We don't have the force to reserve ourselves. Uh, we, we, we're, we're, we're injured. We're injured. We need to pay for Mandalorians are stronger together and, and jetpack. You know, that's way too much force. So we, we yeah. can't, see, we that's can't just, reserve See, we anybody. know Shutterpoint. We play it. And then we do. So now you know. Now you know. So Red Mando. Uh, you know, I, I know that there are some podcasts out there that'll talk about why you should listen to us because these people are amazing at games. You know, they're world champions or whatever of some game that nobody plays. How about you, Red Mando? One, is there any reason why people should listen to us? Uh, because we're going to take the piss out of um, pretty much everything to do with Shatterpoint. And I think if you're looking for a laugh while you sit down and paint, or drive your car, and you just you've scraped the bottom of the barrel of your Shatterpoint content, and you need more. I think uh, where the comedy, where the comedy but serious, uh, you know, Shatterpoint content that you you didn't even know you needed, but now you do. I agree. I think that's it. You know, like if you're after high production values, you'll listen to Hello There. If you're after high production values and good quality, intelligent content, you'll listen to Space Lugs. Um, you know, there are some other good podcasts out there. Rogue Support, that's a good one. I think there's some others that you listen to, Red Mando one. I've listened to a few, but I think the one I would come back to is uh, Space Lugs 100%. Like you said, it's got that intelligent, high quality, really polished content that you're not going to find here. <laughs> and we have no intention of you ever finding it here, really. This no, no, definitely not. No, because this is... Yeah, we're the fun guys. I mean, not saying yeah. that the space slugs are not fun. 
but you'll get nonsense out of us that you won't get out of them. Yeah, they're trying to make you better at the game, and we're just trying to open your eyes to the real world. We're the red pill, <laughs> red mandos. That's it, red mandos, red mandos. We follow Maul's way of thinking, red you know, we're a little bit insane. That's right, yeah. We have horns on our helmets. Who the hell does that? All right, it's it's weird, but we do it. Mate, it's the jetpacks. You just put your head down, jetpack in, bang, bang. Yeah, where's that move in the game? That's impact one, man. Come on, (laughs) that's where it comes from. That's one hundred percent where it comes from. Impact one. It's the horns. It's the horns. Before we get, no, though, the models don't actually have the horns on them. No, Gars does. Gars Jackson's got it right. The red man knows they don't actually have it. No, and I think that's that's the one piece of thing. Obviously, I'm the female one because I have such a nice figure. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. Well, for sure. For and sure, I'm also yeah. shorter, so that makes sense because she's kind of crouching down. Um, before we get just lost in shit, uh, which is, it's already happened. It's already happened. If you listen this far, congratulations. I mean, well done for breathing, really. Cause that's all yeah. we get points for. <laughs> that's uh, it. Um, I think we should probably start with just a little bit of an introduction, um, more so than what we've done, in terms of our experience and our journey in, in Shatterpoint in just the last couple of weeks. So... Red Mando 2, why don't you take us away with um, just introducing, you know, how you go with the hobby side of things, with the gaming side of things in uh, in Shatterpoint. In the last couple of weeks, right? Yeah, sure. Or whatever. Whatever you want, really. Whatever. How long, like, the whole thing? No, look, let's just do the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, last couple of weeks, let's see. I played a bunch of games. Played, like, four times in person mm-hmm. in the last week, which I think is pretty good. That's very good. Try, I, pref- I prefer the in-person gameplay experience. Um, I feel like that's the real shadow point. TTS is kind of the whole. It, it is a simulation, but it's not really. It's not really what you want. It's not the real shadow point. point. Sorry, arfs, arfs. It's, it's not real. <laughs> yeah, we, I'm just gonna name it shame. I don't give a shit. Just... That's fair. Yeah, no, I, I think it's fair. I think it's fair. Like some people, are like man, it's so much better on TTS. I'm like, you guys have no clue. No TTS is yeah. You know, a poor, a poor second. It's like the, you know, when you when you say to your mum, mum. Mum, can we get Shatterpoint? And she's like, we got Shatterpoint at home. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's TTS Shatterpoint. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> but I've also, I have also played some games of TTS Shatterpoint, which I think they're good to, obviously, some of the some of the re- releases that are coming out soon. Yeah, and that's what we're going to um, talk about that today. So, yeah, good point. Yes, we will talk about them, yeah. So it's good to get get some games in with them, either against them or playing them, because it gives you a good feel for where they sit, um, how they fit into the meta, as people will talk about it. You know, we could tier list them, you know, if we if we were trash, we could tier list them, which we'll, you know, we'll tier list the box later. We won't individually tier list the, the, the units. No, we are still um, trash. Hobby-wise, we well, uh, yeah, I mean, we are trash. We are trash. <laughs> Hobby-wise, I've, uh, you know, I've been painting, painting away, as you do. I prefer to play painted minis if I can. And who doesn't? Maybe that's why TTS is so popular with Arfs, Arfs, because they come painted out that's of right. the box. It's cheap for him. Like, and he can't break That's right. He can't break anyone's Darth Vader's. If he... <laughs> that's true. He can't break any Darth Vader's or any other models. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I painted, what did I paint? Um, I painted some Stormtroopers. Oh, they're easy, they right? They're just white. Yeah, they're just white. The easiest color to much... paint in all of painting ever. All you do is spray it white with a rattle can, yep. and you're done. That's, oh, that's what I did. You just, yeah, you pick out, you you can, you know, dip them in some black wash. Yeah, so I painted those three, which they were fun. They were fun. I finished painting a Vader, but we won't talk about that Vader. 
you know, until I'm ready to reveal the Vader, I won't talk about it too All right, much. All right, it's a secret. Don't and you? then, yeah, that's right, it's a secret. You know, and then what? It's it's a bit of a betrayal, actually. I've gone back. Well, it's not really a betrayal because I didn't paint them, but the blue Mandos. I've Ugh. gone back and I'm, yeah, I know, right? But Ugh. I painted the red Mandos and I just left the blue Mandos because I was like, you know, red Mando life, right? So the blue Mandos didn't have any paint on them, and I was like, that's what I should paint. So I've been been painting the blue mandos that's great that's awesome. so i probably paid played in the last what week and a half maybe two weeks probably played about eight games of shatterpoint which you know I'm, I'm happy with that it's good good fun pretty good yeah yeah i don't know if anyone really gets a whole a whole lot more than that that's uh, pretty standard for someone you know who has you know a job <laughs> and, a, Other and a life yeah. Uh, yeah for children yeah i mean i'm sure there are people who play every night multiple games and that's why they're qualified to make tier list stuff, right? That's right. We, we just, you know, we're trash, like we said. All right. How about you, Red Bando one? Um, yeah. So, like you were talking about, um, obviously, I didn't, I haven't got any games in person over the last two weeks. Um, stuck. What you're saying is you haven't actually played Shatterpoint. No, I haven't. You're right. I'm stuck in the outer rim of. Um, your your city of my city that's right i don't want to dox myself just yet um that's it and so yeah i just i don't get to play in person as much as i'd like but i have played a bunch of tts um so obviously we're in the middle now of our the tts league right episode three so um space slugs space slugs presents that's right i should i need to drop that otherwise i'm gonna get sued um yeah and i think we are both doing well is that is that doxing us though? I I didn't say I didn't say anything else. I just said well. Okay, all right. I, and who knows when people are going to listen to this, and who knows when this is going to be released. That's true. That's true. Gonna, <laughs> nobody's going to listen to it, so it's fine. Don't worry right. about it. That's right. Just just one one of our mates. Um. So yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um. And in terms of um hobbying, yeah, I I also did uh the Vader, um uh, the new one, and I did the Stormtroopers. Like you said, just spray and white. And um, I saw a bunch of people painting Barris recently, and I thought, hey, you know what? Fuck it, I'll jump on the Barris train. Um, except I went, well, pur- I, think I went purple. That's fair. Like I, I think I went with a bit brighter than what it needed to be. I think just to differentiate my model, I hate it when you get on a table with your models there and some other blokes' models there, and they they look almost identical, and then I just confuse myself. Um, yeah, yeah. So you don't play, don't play clones, is what you're saying? Well, uh, <laughs> surprisingly enough, yes, they are. That is what I play, but yeah, I've, I've I've painted my my Republic Commandos uniquely. I've given them a unique spin, so um, they don't look like anyone else's Republic Commandos. And my That's my good. my half troopers are because if you're playing clones, you bring halves, not bringing halves. My half troopers are camo, so I, I don't I haven't seen anyone with the same half troopers. So yeah, generally mine are different. That's good. That's good. It's good you differentiate. So in your games, any yep. any good takeaways from your games? Django's a beast. Everyone knows that, but hey, that's a... He's obviously S-tier, man. <laughs> yeah, he needs a huge nerf. Like, maybe um, just, just take him out of the game, right? That's the... I think just all his abilities should cost three fours. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Like, jump pack three. Jump pack three. If you, capture Y three. If you wound him enough. Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean... Let's not get into that just yet. That, that's a, for a later segment, much, much further down the track. That's fair. What about you? Do you have an idea of these quick takeaways? Quick takeaways. Um, I think I think we're going to talk about them. Mostly, it was Ewoks. Yeah. Actually, you know what? You know what? I think it, it kind of strays into another thing that we were going to talk about later. But I'll just say, people who reckon that Galactic Republic are weak, 
I think they just haven't played enough Galactic Republic. Yeah, they're just, or they're just not um, playing them correctly. They're not playing them correctly, yeah. You will hear some nonsense yeah. out there. And look, when we say nonsense, we don't mean our kind of nonsense. We just mean... Actual nonsense. Um, actual, it's not true because people don't know what they're talking about. Nonsense. Yeah, Whereas presenting just, fact as opinion, which... Or, or the other way around, I, I can't tell. The other way around. Yeah, yeah, but we will never do that. We will never, ever no, present no. our own opinions as facts. I, it's not what we've done. I think what we need to do is just put a proviso up front and just say anything we say is purely our opinion. Yeah, yeah. Now, obviously, we're right, but it's not fact. Yeah. It's just our opinion. Now, talking about provisos, look, this isn't your grandma's Shatterpoint podcast. So, um, I've, we've already, don't put it on. Yeah, with kids in the car. Don't put it on when you're taking the kids to, to school or back from school. We should have said that at the start, but you know, this is we're not a high quality podcast. Well, see, Production quality. We pulled this card. <laughs> this was an order card in the deck, and we pulled it late. We wanted to pull it early, but we pulled it late. Yeah. It's just what yeah. happens. You can't control these things. That's you right. can't, you know. It's the way of the fork. Is it a trap card, though? Can we just move on to the next card? Uh, I think we're, yeah, we just move on. The, the warning is a trap card. It comes up, you hear yeah. it, and then we move yeah. on. That's just a bit of a, an, an intro to us and uh, obviously our experiences in the last couple of weeks with the game. Um, I think we're going to talk about recent boxes. Yeah, yeah that's the plan. Uh, well, and who, yeah. the plan could change on the fly, so get ready for that. That's right. That's right. I mean, we could draw the wrong card. You know, we could expect to be drawing ponds and we draw Barris yeah. instead. And we could forget you to know? put our shadow point in the deck. Like it's uh <laughs> there's lots of options. I'm not there's targeting offs this episode, but I no, am because he, he definitely did that at CanCon. I've so I've heard. I've heard <laughs> that he forgot his shadow point. I mean, is that a good play? I guess it is generally a good play, right? I believe it's a last. I get, my, I get my shadow point last. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Arfs, you better be listening. All right. All right. You better be listening. You better. I think, you know, this is an exciting time. You know, depending upon where you live, right? I'm, I don't know whose fault it is, but, you know, depending upon where you live, your releases are going to be a bit out of water. Right? 100%. Like, yeah. It's all over the shop at the moment. There's five boxes that some of them may have come out almost a month ago, three weeks ago. Some of them have all come out depending upon where you live, and then some of them are delayed for another week. That's right, yeah. Depending upon where you live. So it's a bit, it's a bit nice. It's a mess. So let's talk about all five of those boxes. Fantastic. Yeah. <clears throat> so we can talk about everything, I think. Uh, the units that are in the box, the box art. The cost. I think the cost is going to play an cost, impact on people, yeah, in the community. The value. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I agree. I yeah. agree. So let's start with the two... That should have come out. To come out. Yeah. That's right. So we have Fear and Dead Man Squad pack, yeah. which is Vader 2. So the first Vader that's not, oh my god, locked behind a paywall, plus Stormtrooper Sergeant and Stormtroopers. Yeah. And look, to be fair, I think the first Vader was really expensive to get him, right? I think, what was it, like close to $150 on release? Like, that's a lot of money for two models. Let's talk about Fear and Dead Man Squad Pack. Great idea. Let's talk about Vader, Vader yeah. 2. So Vader 2, I think he's a really cool model. The only criticism I will make of this second Vader, Vader 2, yep. is he's looking off to the side. Uh, you know? I think it's he's like, looking in Luke's eyes. So I think when you marry the Vader and Luke lightsabers together where they would clash, I think they're going to be locking eyes. And I think right, that's probably right. like, okay. I don't know if you've done that yet. Like they're... I haven't. I haven't. My Luke doesn't have his head on. 
because I was like, I don't want to try and paint a face behind an arm and a lightsaber. So I left my my Luke's head off. Ah, well, that's probably smart. So I just painted all at once um, <laughs> in a hotel room. But the... Nice. Um, yeah, I think when you marry them together, Vader's looking in Luke's face, which is really cool. Like, I really like the way they did that, except I'm not a huge fan of the Luke pose, but we'll get into that later. Sorry, one more. Yeah, one more thing. We need to take a picture of that and we'll post it on our Discord. Sure, yeah. Which, which you know, we have a Discord, right? And people will be able to find the Discord some somehow. And, oh, wait, have I just drawn a different card? Do we need to talk about, like, Discord and Patreon and all that sort of junk? You do, yeah. Now, now you've drawn the card. Let's no. I think we. I think we reserve it. Okay, we're gonna respect. Pay- oh, come on, man. We don't have that. We don't have that much force in our squad. All right, sure. It's all right. It's all right. All right. We pay the force. We reserve that card. And we'll talk about it we'll later. We'll come back to it. Sure. Later. So on Discord, you'll yeah. see a photo of this when you join. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. The card. The card. Well, are we? Are we doing this? Are we? Not doing a whole the breakdown. Nonsense? Just give me one thing you really like <laughs> about him. Yeah. That's that's it. Just tell me one thing you really like about him. Okay. So I think the thing that he does. That the first Vader doesn't do is he like has a bit more control of the of the battlefield, right? Because sure. he's got that. Perhaps I can find new ways to motivate them. Sure. Right. Yep. So he can dash. He can dash another Galactic Empire character when he wounds somebody. So I think that's a that's a you know everybody loves being able to move more than one character per activation. Sure. And this Vader gives you that, which the first Vader doesn't. So I think that's really awesome. That'll get better with time as we get. Exactly. More and better exactly. Empire units. So we've already know that Gideon's box is coming out. We already know that the Inferno Squadron from Battlefront 1, I think they were from, is coming out. Uh, maybe Battlefront 2, I can't remember. So we already know that there's two Empire boxes. Plus, they're not going to give up an opportunity to go, you know, Director Krennic, um, probably, you know, uh, Grand Moff Tark. And we know Thrawn's coming out as well. So all of these models are going to just flourish under that Vader ability when he's doing some, you know, murderization. We're getting, and that's a word that you can just look it up in the yeah, dictionary. Sure. If it doesn't exist in the dictionary, it's part of the Mando dictionary. So just add it, just add it to like wiki. Just go to your school. If you probably shouldn't be in school and listening to us, but go there yeah. anyway. Go to the one you went to and just add it to the dictionary. Um, but pencil it in, pencil it in. Yeah. So I think he's just going to get this Vader is just going to get better with time. Everyone's probably covered the whole. He, you know, he gets to come back in the deck thing. So I don't really. Think yeah, whatever, whatever. We don't need yeah, to talk about need. that. We don't need to talk about that. Um, okay, so let's talk about Stormtrooper Sergeant. Give me something you like about him too. Uh, hot takes. We just want some some quick hot takes. Something. Uh, the Mustafa takes. Look, the Mustafa takes. Oh, the, the 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 spicy takes. The spicy takes. I actually don't massively love Storm Stormtrooper Sergeant. He's a bit of a pons, isn't he? He is a bit of a pons. He definitely feels like. Oh, is he better than? He's Pons? better than Pons. He's better than. Pons. He's better than Pons because he can move. He can move two units. The full. Advance, the only thing he's restricted right? by is it has to be the supporting units. So true, true. He can't move. Vader he can't move true. Mace onto a like Pons can move Mace onto a point. Can move Mace. Keep Mace engaged. All that sort of good stuff. stuff. But he does get. I think coordinated offensive is really good. That's that's cool. Yeah. For him. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's hit the. Stormtroopers themselves. Give me a Mustafa take on them. I love them. Yeah. They're so good. They're so good. Yeah, they're great. I think, you know, they get... Look, it's interesting, right? So you compare them to their forefathers. 212, let's clones. say. 212, okay. So compare them to 212. They're so much better. Oh, they, they're they shit so all over them. And I, yeah, sad, they're sad. so much better. It's not even funny, right? Like, they've got... Okay, I think the biggest thing actually for me is that they have nine health. 100%. Yep. Even if clones had one more health each, 
I still don't think they'd break the game, and I don't think they need to go up any um, squad points. I th- I think that would work. But look, th- this is getting into a whole other topic. Right. So overall, oh, did you want to make some comments? I know I've been monopolizing the commentary. That's okay, because um, you have probably a lot more experience with this box than I do. Uh, I haven't played a whole bunch. I think I've played like one or two experimental games on, on TTS, so not real Shatterpoint anyway. So I'm probably not in a position to speak about them. Um, I was just going to say, you want to talk about Luke's box next, obviously. I was just going to try and... Um, no, let's let's say, well, do we want to talk about this box? Because I think, you know, you touched on a really good point before, which was that Vader is going to get stronger as we get more Empire units. Sure. Right? Because right now, we don't have a lot of Empire units. We have... What the Jedi Hunters squad pack? Yeah, which forget them. Inquisitors. Put them away. And they're bad. That's a bad. That's a bad. Um, there's one good model in it, and that's about it. Yes, I agree. No, there's one good model. There's one okay model. Um, <coughs> oh, but everyone forgets about Sister. You're talking about fifth. Whatever. What's the one? Oh, Reva. Yeah, Re- Re- yeah, not, not Reva. Sister. Yeah, yeah. Fourth she she's good. I think she just lives in the shadow of Fifth Brother because like the same points. Got For it. sure. Yeah. So I think the thing with Fear and Dead Men Squad Pack is right now, look, if you're if you have Vader one, I reckon it's worth a purchase for the Stormtroopers. Sure. But if you don't have Vader one, I'd hold off on it. I probably wouldn't be like, I need to buy this now. I'd wait and see what other Empire boxes we get. So if because Oh I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say because I think this squad like this whole box will get turned on you know, ooh, turned on more when we have another Empire box, right? Because Stormtrooper Sergeant, he'll be able to inexorable advance another Galactic Empire supporting unit. Yeah, for sure. Right? Hopefully we get some other Stormtroopers at some point, or at least units that have the Stormtrooper tag. Yeah, there'll be like Shore Troopers and Snow Troopers, all those kinds of yeah. guys. Yeah. Oh, we are getting a Death Trooper um, as a secondary in Moff Gideon's box. Yeah, but will he have the Stormtrooper tag? Surely he will. I why why wouldn't he? You would think. Yeah, why wouldn't? Well, he? who knows? They're, they're versions of stormtroopers. They have to. Um, again, he's a secondary, so he's not going to be able to move. So I probably. Yeah, sorry, I interrupted there. No, no, all good. That's. I mean, we're Mandos. We do it to each other. Yeah, exactly. That's that's it. This is the way. Um, this is the way. So I would probably not say this is a must purchase right now. Um, I don't even think it's a purchase that that necessarily turns anything else on. Right? It's not like you're like. I need this box for Vader One. Like Vader One works fine now with like Rex and Arfs. Yeah. Right. Like he works fine like that. Yeah. Um. I guess if you're like I only play Empire and I've got the Inquisitorious box, the Jedi Hunters box, then you need it. And because <laughs> if you're playing Inquisitors, you need, you need this. <laughs> you, you need this, right? Like if you refuse to play anything except uh, Empire, you need this box. Otherwise, you could hold off on this box. Okay. So, kind of disagree. Ooh, spicy. I think this is a great box. I think you can marry it um, with a few different squads uh, and it'll work if you're just taking it to a casual weekend. Um, a premier list, not probably working right yet. Um, but as a Star Wars fan, I'm looking at it from a holistic perspective of this game, right? You're not getting into Shatterpoint because you really like Warhammer and you want more skirmish miniatures games. You're getting it to Shadowpoint because somewhere deep down inside you, you're still a kid who likes watching Luke do the trench run. Or, you know, or you love Jar Jar Binks because you're a fucking weirdo. But everyone who plays this game loves Star Wars. And, you know, in cinema, and I'm going to say this as a, um, uh, someone who 
I can't. Ha- I don't want to dox myself too much. Anyway, I study texts for a living. Um, You're a scholar. I'm a scholar. A scholar. You could say I'm. A, that's it. I'm a scholar. Um, yeah. I'm a scholar of, of film and other such mediums. Um, but yeah, there's no more iconic villain than Darth Vader. Pretty much in all. Look. I, okay. Look. I wasn't basing any of my stuff on any kind of like aesthetic See, yeah. or law based So. I totally agree with you. This, these Stormtrooper models are gorgeous models. Beautiful. They are They're great. So amazing. And like, Vader, man. he's got a nice cape. We talked about it. Look, you, yeah, you I talk think with Vader the brain. looks great. You're the brain, I'm the heart, right? And that's the way this You're is. You're the heart. Well, this is the way Okay, that's work. interesting because yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stray into heart territory when oh. we get to Luke's box. But I will just say one thing I absolutely love is just. I guess it's, you know, it's it's not like Shatterpoint invented this, but the evolution of the clone troopers into the stormtroopers. And I painted a lot of clones, but the stormtroopers were just like, oh, I love painting minis. Like, they're just beautiful minis. There you go. No, I'm pretty sure Shatterpoint invented the evolution. They invented <laughs> Before that. Before yeah. that, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm going to stray a little bit into the brain territory as well now, because okay. we cross paths sometimes. Tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me why. You're not wrong yeah. necessarily, but I just... No, no, tell me why I'm wrong. Tell as me. of... You know, um, February 2024. Oh, it doesn't unlock just yet. If you're playing Inquisitors, you're not going to win anyway. So stop. Um, that's that's like the one squad that's probably not the best. Um, I think though, as it, like as we get further on into the game, this box is going to be a must purchase at some point down the line. For sure, for sure, I totally agree with so you. I, I think you you must purchase this. At some sometime point. in the future. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like uh, the Shadowpoint card. You don't know when it's going to come up. It's going to come up soon. Um, you have to be ready for don't it. Don't reserve it. When you get the chance, don't reserve it. You want to use it. All right? We're into, the, we're into spicy, Struggle 2. This is Struggle, struggle 2, right? You want to you get it at some point. So, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I think... And if we're going to do tier lists for these boxes, because we're trash, um, I would say that currently it's an A, A tier list for me. It's in the A. But, uh, I agree. I totally agree. Give it's it, an A tier. Give it six months and it's an S. It's an S plus plus in six Whoa, months. Wow, that's a big call. Look, I'm gonna say it's an A tier. Like you, you, if you love Star Wars, you want this box. A hundred percent. If you love Empire, you want this box. Yeah. Um, it's just all I was saying is right now. No, I agree with that. That's part of it. Yes. Right now, it's you know, it's like you don't have to buy this. If you were like, I only have a certain amount of money to spend on Shatterpoint this month. This is not the box that I would say you have to buy. So in the month of its release, uh, supposed release, let's say January, and we'll talk about it. It's the better. It's the better, better box. box. Yeah, right. So that, that's what I'm getting yeah, at. That's what I'm getting. So if you could only buy yeah. one box in that month, it's definitely the better box. Let's get on to the worst box. The is it called Fearless and Inventive? I want to say that it is Fearless and Inventive Squad Pack. Yeah, it has uh, what Luke Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker. It has Leia as Boosh. Uh, the you know the bounty hunter and then it has Lando in his you know what guard Weequay guard yeah, guard he's, he's, outfit yeah Weequay yeah. guard yeah. <laughs> and then what everybody has termed bar two D two which is R two D two with his little drinks thing on top yep yep um so I want you to start tell me what you think of Luke Luke is phenomenal Luke's character brings so much himself but nothing to a squad. Um, unfortunately, he has no synergies at the moment with really anything. Um, I know he's got the Rebel Alliance tag. You can't run him with the Ewoks and Leia unless you're bringing 
um, Lando uh, and R2 inside job, which we'll get onto why you shouldn't probably be doing that at all. Um, I really love everything about his card. It's kind of like reminiscent of Anakin, which is kind of cool because obviously he's his son and Leia is a little bit reminiscent of, and we'll get into that later, but a little bit reminiscent of Padme. You know, it's cool that she's a daughter. So there's some cool um, things that AMG have done with these characters, but unfortunately, I don't think Luke brings a whole lot in the hot take, but I don't I don't know if he brings a whole lot to a squad in general, but his character, standalone character, one for one, can take it to anyone and can take anything from anyone. Like, he's a tank and, and a beater. Um, I'll throw over to you now. What do you, what do you reckon? I agree. I think you that's a very good summation of Luke's character. What I will say is you just need to shoot Luke. Yeah. If you can shoot him, the worst that happens is he does two damage back to you deflect. Yeah. Um, I find his identity ability just a bit eh. Like it's just a bit it's it's so it's so weird to begin with. It's like you have to look at it and go, oh wait, we, he's in reserve, so that means he has immunity to expose, and because he's not in the order deck, because he's in reserve, he also has immunity to pin. Like it's just this weird sort of edge casey thing that is just going to be annoying for people to remember and and i dislike that he does nothing for anybody else like he just has no sense really interesting i think possibly the route amg went with is kind of like luke does things by himself like he goes i know he comes back for his team but he's he kind of is that solo guy like he'll go off and fight vader while the others are on the the mood of endor or you know he'll he'll um go on train on Dagobah where the others are doing stuff. So maybe that's what they're leaning into with the theme on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely... He's definitely fits Return of the Jedi. 100%. Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Like he does like he does that really well. So I don't think he... You know, when I say I'm disappointed, it's more like I'm just disappointed because I would have loved a Luke that, you know, fit in well with his friends, basically. But you're right. He he kind of... In, in that movie, he kind of just does his own thing. Yeah, like I said, scholar. That's that's what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right, we gotta we gotta move on. I think because we've percent. done two boxes out of five, and you know. Oh, we'll the just... last couple will just will just fly through. I'm sure. All right, all right. So, Boosh, not great. I'm sorry. <laughs> I agree. I think she is a cool look. I'm gonna start. This is my heart piece. Yeah. This box looks gorgeous. I know you don't like Luke's oh, sculpt. Yeah. But I think the whole box. It's so good. It's so evocative of the whole Jabba's, Jabba's Palace part of it. So I think Boosh looks great. Lando looks great. Bartu looks great. For me, Luke looks great because I think that's a kind of iconic Luke pose. But let's let's talk Boosh. So I think the thing with Boosh is, uh, I'm just going to say, her expertise sucks. Awful. All, all round. And, and that all round. Yeah. All, all of her expertise is pretty garbage Fen- the offensive expertise the- is is the thing that upsets me the most about bush I-, I agree because all of her stuff is designed to be like get extra dice in melee and then you go cool 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 yeah i'm gonna roll i'm gonna roll eight dice or ten dice in melee and then you look down at your expertise and you go for four expertise i get a crit and a damage nothing yeah it's nothing. what is this trash it's it's actually awful um not even paplu wants to steal her expertise no, nobody would want to. No. And so the problem is, like, you, you look at a tree and you go, oh, man, she just throws condi- – she can put all four conditions out. I'm like, yeah, she can, 
But where is she getting four successes? Only if you roll like a maniac yeah. and your opponent just flubs their defense roll, right? 100%. Yeah. yeah no, I couldn't agree more. So maybe if if she can expose something, but it's pretty hard to get... Not with... going to happen. Where you are at the moment with Rebel Alliance, it's very hard. Because Leia get... brings the expose, but Leia is... You can't play them together. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So... I think, and you know, people are like, oh, mate, she's got amazing diceless displacement uh, with low blow. I'm like, it's so expensive. You're not paying for right? it. And, and you need to be engaged with the enemy, right? And then you need to follow up towards the enemy. It's very hard to get into a position, which is what you want to do with Leia, which is displace, move them away, and then shoot something. A little too conditional. And you can't. You can't because it's like you, you you just have to have like you you have to be playing on planet bowling ball or something, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't work that way. Um, so I don't think she's great. I think maybe she'll get um, you know, she does have fan out, which is pretty cool for spies, but there's not enough spy units at the moment. Uh, no, no, there's definitely not enough spy units, and you know, who knows? Maybe we get you know, uh, maybe Lando gets spy for some reason. Uh, who knows? Um, I don't really know how many more spies we're gonna get. Um, what I do like about Leia, the sorry, not Leia, Boosh. The one thing I like about Boosh is, um, obviously, being the daughter of Anakin Skywalker, who manipulates momentum. She also has a little bit of momentum manipulation herself, which is kind of cool, kind of thematic. That's what I like. The rest, I'm not a fan. I'm gonna, like you said, we're gonna probably move on, and I think we can just skip to the next box because we don't need to talk about Inside Job Boys because they do sweet FA. They're so bad. They're so bad. They are so bad. I don't think we need to talk about them, honestly. I, I think we just move on. They, they don't they don't really bring anything, so... They don't do anything, really. No. Like, they're just bad. No. All right, so, but the Luke box, would, if you if you had your, I don't know, your... Oh, how much is it? $90. You had your $90 redos. Yeah. This month, would you buy the Luke box? Um, Heart or head? My honest, my honestly, I bought Luke before I bought Vader, um, because I love Luke. Uh, Luke, obviously, huge childhood hero of mine, and getting to paint up a Luke mini, you know, just called my name. But um, thinking actual Shatterpoint, no, I think this box is, and at the moment, particularly where the Rebel Alliance is. I'm going to throw this box probably in... Oh, how mean do I want to be? I'm going to be mean because we're Red Mandos. I'm throwing it in, in D tier. Whoa, okay. Yeah, I'll put it in C because I think Luke has potential. Luke's got a lot of potential. But the box... Yeah, the box itself, it's 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 garbage, right? It's, it's Because you, you're, paying for, you're paying for three characters who are bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so two, two bad units yeah. and one awesome one and it just yeah, doesn't know. Yeah. You're not, you're, you're not going to... I said characters. Man. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. I'm, I'm using the terminology of the game. Um, I think if you're a good player, you can probably use them well. Maybe you see something that we don't because we're shit. But yeah, yeah. But like I said, right. this is the real takes. We're, we're the everyman podcast. We're not your top dogs. All That's right. It. Yeah. That's it. That's it. All right. Next all box. Right. Um. Next box. No play, I think right? we need to do lead. Yeah, we got to go lead by example squad pack, which is Plo Koon, which is like a fan favorite. Yeah, Padawan Ahsoka, Wolf, and the Wolf Pack. Yeah. All right, where are we starting so, with this one? We don't need to touch Ahsoka. Everyone knows about Ahsoka. That's fair. I think Plo is very good. Yeah, great. Um, I think he's, yeah, I think he's going to be a real staple for Republic. I think he's really interesting. His identity is really cool. Like, you know, Luke's identity is so boring in, in many ways. 
And then we get Plows, whose identity is really interesting. Yeah, and um, when to use it is, uh, yes. is you have to be smart, just like Plo. You know, it's really meta. Yeah, so I think Plo is going to be a really cool model. Your thoughts on Plo? I think he rounds out my um, Republic Jedi. I say Jedi. Um, my Republic Jedi premier list. So not taking Padme, not taking Vader. Um, I think he helps round that out for me. Vader is Vader. Oh, no, I guess he's he's a Sith. He's under, he's got the red eyes. Come on, man. Um, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I think not. Apart from that, I really like how he's holding his lightsaber different to anyone else who's going to hold their lightsaber. He's like holding it down in a way, and he's like really defensive, which is really cool because it adds to his identity. I'm I'm full on the theme here. Um, he brings. Republic Diceless Displacement, what he doesn't bring is a ranged attack for Republic Primary, unless you're Padme or Vader, and I just, like I said, don't bring them. So, Jedi's, step up your game, guys. You need to throw a lightsaber or something. Yeah, you need something. Throw a lightsaber or do that yellow force lightning that some Jedi can do. Yeah, not Plo Koon at all. Um, something. Something. Something, right? Yeah, no, I really like Plo Koon. I like his identity, his ability, his tree is great. Um, one side on the other side, his defense is awesome. So he, I, I like him. He's gonna be a, you're gonna have to get a lot of reps in with him though, I think, because he's not just plug and play. I mean, you could have given him a four dice range attack like Paul Green Inquisitor. Republic will take anything. They'll take a two dice range attack. That will they though? A two dice is better <laughs> well, than look, just sitting on a point doing nothing, just dancing on your activation. That's true. That's true. It it also would let you put coordinated fire on and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, see, so there we go. It could be worth it. It could be worth it. It could be worth it. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I, I like think he's, I think he's good. Um, we'll talk about his, his box mate, um, uh, Wolf. Um, what do you think of Wolf? So I think he's interesting. I think he's a little bit awkward, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so because he's he's a little bit awkward, I, I struggle to see where he's going to fit. He's not going to beat... Right. I don't think he beats Ahsoka. I don't th- he definitely doesn't beat Rex. I don't think he beats Barris. Um, and I, I and I so think if you're playing fourth, Mace, you have to bring well, Pons, right? So you have to bring Pons, yeah. So you're kind of like Wolf doesn't fit well. No, because he doesn't bring a whole lot that other characters don't already bring. So um, he doesn't out he doesn't outgun he doesn't outgun Rex. He doesn't out help people move Rex either. Now I know he gives them a climb, but if you're if you've got Rex and you're going to move. Um, you know, Republic Commandos or something, they're going to get a climb anyway because of the scale. Um, so it's a bit... But Rex only does one of them. It's right? a good point. Wolf yeah, it's a good point. And do both. But look, Mace, Mace can do both, and you know, that's the Pons tax. My, my thing is more that, like, I think I look at Rex and I actually... Sorry, I look at Wolf and I actually compare him more to Sabe than I compare him to Rex. Sure, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Right? And I look at him compared to Sabe and I'm just like, Mate, Wolf, you lost. I agree. I agree. Um, hot take. You you really lost out. I don't think anyone's buying this box for Wolf. I think they're looking at the Wolf pack and they're looking at Plo and maybe catching in Ahsoka if they didn't already get one. I agree. I think, I agree. yeah. Um, so I guess we just move to, unless you want to say anything else about Wolf, we're just going to move to the Wolf pack. Oh, just the model. What do you think of the model? I hate I it. I find that this, yeah, this diving pose that, Shit. With, with the tactical rock behind him, like, just... Can you not? I'm right. not into him, but Wolfpack, I'm into it a little. You're into him. Okay. Interesting. My my play style for Republic is Kenobi Mace. Um, it's probably not a, not everyone's favorite one, but it's definitely my favorite one um, since I lost 18 games in a row with Anakin and Obi, so 
I'm blaming, blaming that on Anakin. But uh, the wolf pack brings eight health to clones, which they need. It brings them some uh, threat in melee, which they needed. Um, the only thing they're missing is the whole hunker steadfast thing. Um, so in a, in, a, in a premiere list, you 100% bring them over the 501st or obviously the 212s. There's, there's no question asked. But I, and I think a lot of people are going to see them. Uh, they're going to see more play, sorry, than the Republic Commandos in certain squads. But I think because of their defensive maneuver without... Sorry, their, their lack of defensive maneuver. They don't work in an Obi-Wan mace list because they're not getting that hunker as frequently. Yeah, so look, my take on them is I think coordinated fire strain is really good. It's great. It's really good. Um, so I think that is a strong positive for them. I think their run and gun is a little bit... I guess it's... Look, it's different. It's not. It's it's different to um, defensive maneuver. I like it. I, I like the run and gun ability. So my thing is I just feel their combat tree... If you are like, I want to murder something, no. their combat tree is useless. You can't. And their expertise is bad as well. Yeah, no, no I agree. So it, I feel like it's awkward because you're like, well, the most I can do is four damage. And... And that's with four successes and probably have six dice, seven dice maybe. Yeah, no, agreed, agreed, understand. Oh, eight, well, six six dice or eight dice if you're in melee and somebody else. I don't know, I just think they just don't necessarily do it for me. And I know it's not your thing, but, like, I compare them to the Handmaidens and I'm like, I prefer the Handmaidens. Yeah, fair. Right, because the Handmaidens get exposed flank which is like arguably worse right because it's a climb and if you can't climb then you get nothing from that ability right so if you're engaged you get nothing but you get a focus you get sharpshooter one so you're getting two dice yeah and you get a climb right and so now they're seven dice and their expertise tree is amazingly good like sorry their combat tree is amazingly good and their expertise tree scales better yeah no no agreed agreed so yeah, I, I struggle again. I I mean, yes, if you are like, I'm not touching the Padme box. I hate the Padme box. Fair enough. But I don't hate it. I, I don't hate it. It's just not for me. I want a Jedi thematic box. That's fair. Uh, sorry, That's not, fair. not box, strike team. Yeah, and look, the clone, like Wolfpack, they are clone troopers, so they have synergy with Rex a little bit, right? They're going to be giving him heals um, if they syner- do hunt. Synergy up, but... with. If they do hunger, yeah. And they got synergy with Padawan Ahsoka. They have obviously synergy with Plo. So look, I don't think that they won't get taken. I just don't think that. But, okay. Anything more to say on them? No, no. Also, I find it weird. I find it super weird. They've got, like, basically sniper rifle looking guns. Yep. And they're the Wolfpack who are supposed to, like, run forward and. Yeah, they should have the shorter, people? the, I don't know what they're called, something. Those shorter They should bosses. have, like, a, a, car, a carbine or something, right? Not a long rifle. Like, they've got the they got the 212th gun, yeah. it looks like. Anyway, so, would you buy this box this month? Uh, yes, yes. Only because I am a Republic dude. Um, so, I would buy this box this month. Um, there's a couple of reasons, and we'll get into after we talk about the next two boxes. Um... I would put this box dead middle at A. Uh, only because, e. yeah, it's e. bringing you Ahsoka, who's a great secondary. It's bringing you Plo, who's a great primary. And it's bringing you um, the clones, 
uh, the the wolf pack who are going to and and those three um, units are probably going to round out a republic um, premier list if that's the way you're you're shaping up to to play the game. So I think for me it sits in B this box. Yeah, I I would agree with you. So I think yeah, it's a B tier box. I think yeah, as you said, Plo's great, Padawan Ahsoka's great, Wolf Pack are okay, Wolf is okay. I think Wolf is okay to below average, but yeah. I would, if you're a Galactic Republic player, you buy this book. Without question. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I think that's really what it comes down to. If you're an Empire player, you're like, whatever. I'm not ah, even looking at that's it. That's right. So, yeah. You just skip over it. Or if you're a fan of Murder Teddy Bears, you skip this box for favor of the next two boxes we'll talk about. That's it. Um, that's it. Do you want to start with Are we talking? Ichiwaka? I don't know what, what they're called. No. So it's either Yubnub or oh, yeah, Yubnub. Ichiwama. And you have to say it like that because it's Ichiwama exclamation mark. So it's Ichiwama or Yabna, right? Okay. Um, let's start with Ichiwama, the Ichiwama squad pack. Yeah. I'm, I, which... Normally when you've got an Ichiwama, you got to go to the doctor. But, uh... <laughs> that's true. That's true. All right. So this box comes with Leia. Yep. On, obviously, she's in her Forest Moon of Endor outfit. Except for the hat. So I really want the hat. Yeah. Doesn't that's an optional? Is it? She's got a yeah. She's got a helmet version. Oh, thank God! That's the one I want. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk about that. So you've got Leia and Chief Chirper as primaries. Yep. Then you've got Paplu as a secondary, and then two Ewok hunters so the, as the support. Yep. So I'm gonna just say this box is a buy. I'm just gonna throw it out there now. This box is a buy. Sure. I think Leia. The problem is her face. So she has two options. She has a Helmeted head and a non-helmeted head. The non-helmeted head is atrocious. It is the by far the worst face that they have sculpted um, to date. It's it's terrible. Samwise Gamgee smacked it with a frying pan. That's what's happened. Yeah, it is terrible. But the Ewoks look amazing. I love them. One Ewoks. problem with the Ewoks. I have a problem with the Ewoks. It's the I do same well. model twice. Yes. Well, I actually have two problems. Yes, it's the same three models twice in the supports. Which I feel like, guys, come on, couldn't you do something? Yeah. The other problem is all the tactical trees across the box. Everybody has a tactical tree. It's weird. They on. want you to base it like Endor, which is fine. Everyone was going to do that but then anyway. they haven't. They haven't. Yeah, on the box art, it's like got the same sandy base shit. Like, come on, guys. Yeah, they just stuck a tree in the sand. I, or they stuck a tree coming up out of the... The metal plating, like, what is this? I think they're just going standard. Obviously, the, no, not I think. They're obviously just going standard basing across all boxes for all time. But I think it's time to develop beyond that AMG. I know they did it for MCP with all those street bases. But Star Wars has such a strength in the variety of the planets. I think it's time to get creative with their flying. I agree. Yeah, of bases. Aside from that, and I think the tactical rocks are cool because I'll use them anyway. Um, I'm going to try and avoid them if I can. Okay, fair enough. Um, I'm, I'm going to try and place the hunters differently. I'm going to see what they can do with their bodies to try and make them different in, same, in some way. Same. You have to. You have to otherwise, it, it, it's going to look terrible. Um, it looks terrible on the back of the box to just... Did they just copy and paste that? Obviously, they Obviously did. They, they didn't did. paint it twice. Yeah. Right? Like no, they no. just copied and pasted it. Yeah, that's, it's unfortunate. That's um, I think we need to make a start on this box, though. And I think we go from um, supports up in this instance, Ooh, just because of the... You're the, mixing it up. Well, only because of the way that the two primaries here will work. And I think it, we talk about the supports and the secondary first. That's fair. Um, that's fair. In the Hunters, how do you feel they go? Um, so, 
I think they're very good for a three-point cost support unit. Yep. Right? They they have so much going for them. They have the extra health that is not there on the clones, so they have eight health. They start with a hunker. They start with a hunker. Their stealthy approach is fantastic. Like the best, the best possible one force for a dash, and then something that you could use either get, way. Right? Like, yeah, use it either way. Yeah, you can either get a hunker or you can get a focus. So it's like if it's you know if you draw a wolf pack first, you're like I need to spend the force for an extra movement, but the focus gives me nothing because there's no one to shoot. I would much prefer to be able to get a hunker. Yeah. If you draw the Ewok hunters first. That's cool. Just pick the hunker. Just don't take the focus action. Take the hunker instead. Exactly. Um, then they get coordinated fire pin, which is amazing. Great. Amazing. Right. And then they get strength in numbers. So I look at them and I look at the wolf pack and I just go, is this fair? <laughs> is this fair? Because their expertise tree, I would say, is better. Without doubt. Yeah. Right. Because one one. they get a crit. Yeah. They get a crit for one. And then on three, the wolf pack get a crit and a hit, and they only get a crit and a damage. But then if you did roll four, they get a crit, a hit, and a damage, whereas you're capping out at three on the wolf pack. That's right. Maybe their melee is not as good. Okay, that's fine. But they have, yeah, I don't know. Like, they seem much better to me. I think another thing their, to... Their damage cap, their damage cap is six. Yeah. With pin and expose, yeah, and one push. So you know that's probably their their main downfall is if you need pushes, you're, you are kind of But you're shooting twice, so if you can get the True. one push and the expose on, and then the next guy goes, um, yes, I think it's it's they synergize really well with layer around. You get the expose from layer. The first one shoots, yep. gets everything he wants. The second one shoots, and then gets everything he wants. So, and it, particularly if you're climbing into an engagement when the second guy's shooting. Um, he's going to yes, get an extra yes. dice, which is really important there. Yeah. And you might be taking off a hunker as well. Um, I think another comparison between these guys and the um, wolf pack that maybe maybe you forgot to mention there was the bigger base. They're a lot faster. True, true, true. true. So they're going to be... Yeah, yeah and, and the strength in numbers thing is, like, obviously it's only one dice, but it's one dice for each... And, and yeah... Each other. So if you have multiple Ewok characters then they get a dice for each that's right right yeah that's and right. it's for shooting and melee that's whereas right. pack hunters is only melee that's right yeah so i just think they're they're more flexible um it, yeah it's a bit nuts uh, i think ewok hunters they're good they're great like for a three point cost unit i don't think you could really ask for more unless you know they came with their own trap card later um okay yeah. great yeah uh, i agree um paplu yeah. as a secondary what do you feel about Paplu as a secondary? I'm not massively sold. No, um, neither am I. I don't think he does a whole lot. I think he um, synergizes well with Leia, his box mate. Um, obviously, Leia giving the expose, he's able to steal some expertise there and probably do some stuff. But I, I don't think he can push enough damage through as a secondary, like, secondary to, to really warrant picking him when there are going to be not yet but there are probably going to be better options i think we do know there's going to be a couple of you know rebel secondaries coming soon and we know that yes. layer helps with that tag so i'd love to see how something um like chewbacca would work instead um maybe yes yeah, he could be shit but you never know yeah i think the main issue with paplu is he, I feel, is it she? 
Or he. Oh, fuck. I don't know. I've been saying he. I didn't ask his gender. Let's, let's just let's just say um, it. Yep. It's, it's expertise is awkward, right? Because all of its expertise is like, I just want one. That's right. I just want one expertise. I don't want any more than one expertise. But then you're like, feel it's an inventive. It gives me extra dice. You're right? never using it. And you're it. like, well, that, that makes it a bit awkward. Um, well, you may use it if, if you're like, the target has an amazing expertise tree and I can get 10 dice, right? Yeah. You may use it then. But yeah, I just, I don't know. It, it, totally agree. It doesn't push enough damage, right? The first one success is good. Two damage and a shove. That's great. But yep. then you're like, okay, then I get a strain or a disarm. They're okay, but I haven't got any more damage. Three successes to get four. Reposition is always good on the fourth one. And then either another shove and one damage or another two damage. So you're looking at six damage if you full tree and hoping for at least one damage from expertise. Maybe two if you're lucky in melee. But yeah, I agree. I don't think I don't think it Paplu gives enough. It's a male. I checked it up on StarWars.com. Okay. Paplu is a male. All right. Okay. Paplu. I don't think he gives. Maybe look. Maybe he uses a different pronoun. So <laughs> maybe we should. Maybe we shouldn't yeah. be <laughs> without checking his pronoun. Um. But we'll just continue with he because we'll yeah. just make that assumption and whether red. Um. So I don't think. Yeah. Agree. Not enough damage, um, but can be tricky, right? Like, still got stealthy approach, which is amazing. Fantastic. Um, feigned retreat can be pretty cool. It's situational, well. but yeah, cool. Right, because at least it could get somebody who was, say, engaged with, like, Mace, right? Yeah, yeah. And then cool. they just get a full, they get a full advance out of there. Maybe they get onto another point and Mace is, like, desperately following up, but can't do it. Not fast enough, yeah. Ends up... Ends up with exposed, right? And you just say, "Well, that was good." Thank you. I'll take that. So, yeah, I think feigned retreat is good, but yeah, I think I probably look to swap Paplu out for something else. Maybe because I'm sure that there are going to be more. Like, I'd love Chewy to. <laughs> it would be crazy if Chewy had like a. I think in Legion he gets like a ATST. Be Ooh, hilarious to get cool. a Chewy in an ATST. And like you know, he's a Rebel Alliance. You can use him; it'd be great. Just like from you know, Return of the Jedi, it'd be it'd be awesome to have a Chewie like that. Yeah, but yeah, I think I'd probably Paplu's the one that I would drop from this. Yes, yeah, not terrible, but not great. no. But there's no better option just yet. All right, so I guess we go up to one of the uh, primaries. I think we're going to start with uh, Chirper here, keeping that Ewok theme. Um, what are your thoughts on Chirper? I think Chirper is. Like, okay, so the big thing that people are probably going to notice is the two durability, right? Mm -hmm. So people are going to go, oh, he's going to die, and then he'll be off the board. That Maul basically never dies, right? Yep. Like, so I don't think it's an issue to consider for for Chirper. Um, the only thing to consider is Bowler Toss and Stealthy Approach will go up in cost, but whatever. Ah. Um, I find him weird because... Maybe we should have started with the other box, but we would have needed to do some cross-discussion anyway. Yeah. He he gets Endor, Ewok, Chief as his key. Yeah, no warrior or scout, which is going to be really important. No warrior or scout, which is really important for working with Logray. And then he's mobilized the village, which is basically like Kalani. So characters in other allied Ewok units within four add one die to their attack rolls. It's other. So he doesn't get it himself, mm -hmm. which Kalani does. So he's good, but I just feel like he's a little bit awkward. 
and I think he's probably overshadowed by the other person in this, the other primary in this box. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think um, we're looking at um, obviously Leia, but Chirpa is really good at murdering things. I think that's something to consider. Possibly, he's got what impact two on that fucking stick. That's not even a lightsaber. I don't fucking get it, mate. It's he's just a strong little murder bear. Yeah. Um, yeah. So look, he can throw tons of dice, right? Because you can, you could bowl or toss somebody, give them exposed, stealthy approach, focus, and then it's a sharp stick, man. It's a sharp stick. It's sharp. Impact two. Yep. It's not a flamethrower. It's not a lightsaber. It is a sharp stick. So with impact two. So he's rolling ten dice into an exposed. Ah, uh, like I, I don't know. I don't. I reckon if I rammed car as hard as i can with the sharp stick you're getting a scratch i don't know how it's how it's getting through armor it's a stick literally in the name it's a stick i don't know a stick look maybe the sticks on endor are different no but sorry the forest of endor yeah it's a sharp it's a sharp stick stick. uh he's got a cool identity i will give him that yes uh moving up getting a bit of a smack or you know getting a bit of a dash and some heal um that's always kind of cool yeah i think that the only thing would be with that bright tree defender thing is that it's random. Yeah. Yep. Right. So you can't plan for it. Yeah. Um, and I good. think the, the pro- so what we, should we explain this ability? I don't know. Like that's what a quality. Podcast nah, you're looking at the card. Quality. If you, if you know what we're yeah. talking about, you know if what you, we're talking about. He rolls right. a dice yeah. so, and shit happens if he gets, depending yeah. upon what he gets. So fi- he's got a 50, 50 chance of either doing a reposition and a five dice attack or a dash and two heals. So my problem with this is you can't bank on, right? No, like, so unlike Talzin or unlike Dooku, um, Dooku unlike Ahsoka, unlike Luminara. Even, um, Luminara, right? Exactly. Thank you for, for getting all those out there before I did. But... <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was great. That's why I'm number one. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's why you're a Red Mando one. Unlike them, you can't plan for this, which to me reduces its utility quite a bit. Yeah. Right? Because there are going to be times where you're like, I need that dash, two heals. I need it so bad. And then there are other times where you're like, I need, I'm on Bright Tree Elder Side and I need two pushes. I need that reposition and a five dice attack and I should be able to get two push from two. And he's just not going to do it. You, you know, you've got a 50 50 chance. So for me, it's interesting. It's kind of cool, but it's not something that you can plan around, which makes it much harder. To... Uh, kind of random. True. true. Um, but I think he's good. I don't think he's bad at all. No, he's great. And if it wasn't for his his box pair primary, you would take him. Yes, for sure. Um, and he's. And got... I think you, you you can even you can throw him down on a casual night and still have. Oh, 100 percent. Up until recently, he had the highest win rate on TTS. He only had played like no. ten games. Um, now that the data's come out, he actually has the worst win rate. So um, he, obviously, he obviously needs a buff, man. He needs a buff. He needs a huge buff. Uh, no, obviously, obviously, there's still plenty of games to be played, and I think a lot of people are just throwing Ewoks on the table because they think it's fun, not really understanding how to use them. Um, and there's not yeah, enough other other. Oh yeah, so Leia, Leia, Organa. Uh, she's a she's a beast, right? Like. She's an I think beast. she's got yeah. one of the best identities in the game. I'm just going to start off by saying that. Look, it could have been one of the worst, and it could have been one of the best. At the and moment, I think it's come out as one of the best. For sure, yeah. Um, so her identity, look, we're going to do it. Her identity lets al- uh, allied rebel alliance units, they get the Ewok tag, and Ewok units get the rebel tag. So obviously what that means is you can have a mixed strike 
team of the team stroke force whatever it is you can have two squads you can mix and match rebel alliance and evil and so long as you take layer all of the synergies that require either rebel alliance or evil they all yep it's fantastic and, and it's amazing it works particularly well with one other primary so you're yes, really only true. going to be swapping in and out um uh, well, for now for now, for now. Se- se- but yeah secondaries and um and supports Support. and i i don't see like i any of the secondaries and supports right now could probably shift away. I don't think there's... I think the trappers are probably the only mainstay um, for a particular reason that we'll get to soon. But I, I think, yeah, the rest can shift in and out. But Leia on her card, she gets a full advance for uh, a rebel ally, which are or an Ewok ally at this point. Um, or herself. Or herself, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So you're always allied to yourself unless there's other another. Um, so that's that's a great way to start. I'm talking about action economy. Um, her coordinated fire expose is so just good. phenomenal. Um, I just just giving the Ewoks everything they want to do at the moment. Um, and if you get it on your tree, I don't think you're going to spend it off the like you know from uh, force. But if you get it off the tree, she can just explode a point and just do two okay. damages. Oh. I'll tell you, I did do that and in force? one of my games recently. I spent it because what happened was I had two ARF troopers on a point. I couldn't push them off the point. They had two two hunkers. Yeah. Right. And it's like, well, now they're getting what is it like some like seven seven dice when I shoot them. Plus they get an automatic expertise because they're ARF. Yeah. So instead, I I spent the two force. They took two damage and they got dropped all their hunkers. And they can just and like, punch them through with the gun what? anyway. It's worth it. It's worth it. You know, like, if you're facing an Obi-Wan list, it's worth yeah, it. Yeah, no, actually, that's a good point. I hadn't I hadn't come up against anything like that with the Ewoks yet, where I thought it was necessary to spend, aside from I had a, uh, a unit sitting on a point with two health left, and um, I'm like... Well, then it kills them, right? Yeah, she failed to punch through with her gun, and I'm like, oh, I kind of need to do it now to, to win the point. Um, so yeah, she she needed to do it, but yes, obviously situational. Um, but I think her expertise uh, defensively is awesome. Even um, no, all of her expertise is amazing. It's what okay. Boosh needed, really. She's the better Boosh. But like, well, obviously she's the primary, right? But like, you know, for one expertise, she's getting like in her. So she's got two stances: the shooting stance and the melee stance. In the shooting stance, one expertise in shooting gives a crit and a hit. Fantastic. Right, three gives a crit and a reposition. And how good is a reposition on shooting? Like, it's so good. Yep. Yeah. Right? She's actually got, if you think what's the fastest character in the game, it's Leia Organa Freedom Fighter. Because she starts with a full advance. Yep. Then she can defensive maneuver for a dash. Then she's got her own full advance, right? Then she's got explosive charge, so choose an objective within three. Each allied character within two of that objective may dash, so potentially she can dash again. Yeah. Then when she shoots, she's got a reposition on four and a reposition in her expertise tree. Literally, she can go anywhere on the board in her activation. It is nuts how fast she can move. Stolen a speeder bike. That's, that's what it's come down to. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, we should put her on the, the bike that comes in to take cover. Oh, yeah, there is one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No one, and no then, one bought you know, that. I bought it. Well, I didn't. I didn't buy it. I, I got one. You know, so it was good. Yeah. But like, she's got it on her expertise, defensive expertise. It's amazing. Well, right. Yeah. So yeah, like she's just amazing. A really amazing character. She can throw out 
situationally nearly all the conditions, depending mm. on which side she's on, she can. But, yeah. like, she's just a fantastic, yeah. fantastic primary. Yeah, just a bit of a butterface at the moment. Everything's great butterface. That's true. Yeah, so. so you can also, Boosh comes with a, a layer head. It's the wrong head. It's the wrong head for this era. It's the wrong hair. It's the wrong hair. It's a better, much better but face. Head, it's a much better face. It's a much better face. So that's one option. And she does come with a helmet. Option, I want the hat. Which, yeah. That's what her, I'm going for. Her face is not so squished. Then, yeah, so. I want the hat. Um, but look, I think, let's let's talk about these boxes, whether we buy them at the end of sure. talking about Yeah, because you, you need to talk about both. Um, so yeah. second box is called, what, Yub Nub? So the, the yep, song no. that used to be at the end of Return of the Jedi was replaced. So it used to be the Yub Nub Celebratory Ewok song. Now it's been replaced by just some generic... No, not generic. I shouldn't say that about John Williams. He's a beast. But yeah, um, some, some more uh, probably cautious yep. music. Because they probably thought um, after, you know, banging on Stormtrooper heads, like decapitated Stormtroopers, probably not a cool I mean, thing. come on. Like the, the, these Ewoks, one, one thing I love about the Ewoks is they look like... A lot of the models look like they would kill you, rip your face off, and eat. Like I love. Yeah, they're high on crack. It's great. Yeah, their mod- the models are fantastic. You have enough you know, blood for the blood god to paint all these up. That's the yes, question. Yeah, I, I, I do. I, yeah, I do. I'll, I'll go and buy. I'll literally walk into a G store to get blood. Don't go to GW. Like if you're going straight to GW, you're doing something wrong. I know. Come on, man. Look, we're not all as rich as you. Okay, we haven't taken enough contracts. <laughs> All right, I know you're, you're. It's fine. It's fine. Look, don't, 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 uh, don't dox me. There's, you know, there's new laws about that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, okay, let's look at the next box. Uh, so this comes with Logray, Bright Tree Shaman as the primary, C3PO and R2D2 as a secondary unit, Wicket as a secondary unit, and then the Ewok Trappers as a supporting unit. Let's, I mean, we could start. We're gonna, anywhere in well, this let's box. start by skipping C3PO and R2D2. You're never taking them. So we're just going to say they're garbage, just, right? You, like, you paint them up because they look nice, but just forget them. They're actually garbage. We don't even want to talk about kind them. Of, which is kind of sad because both of the R2s that have released so far. It's not, a, but he's not a fighter. Like, he shouldn't be on a table in a skirmish game. You're not bringing, like, if you're yeah. like, I got to bring three of my best soldiers to this fight, you're never thinking you R2. Bring, no. yeah. You think yeah, Chewie, Luke. Han, Leia, that's the four that I want to run together in a squad. You can't, which is a shame. I'd love a primary Luke, secondary Leia, and supports Han and Chewie. That would be a really cool New Hope squad. Yeah, that would be a cool New Hope squad. Let's let's hope we get Fingers that. crossed. All right, let's quickly talk. Let's Okay, let's start with Wicket. He's the other option. For Great. He's, he's, I love Wiki. I think he's fantastic. I well. have dubbed him, and this is I'm going to coin it here if you hear it, it's me, Sticky Wiki. Because he sticks around. You, he's hard to get rid of. He's got such he a is. cool um, defensive expertise. Stick him near low gray, and he's going he's gonna to stay around for a long time. And he's, he's a bit of a tank, particularly with low gray's um, uh, identity. Not identity, is it? It's his um, tactics ability. Innate, innate ability. Yeah, he's getting health back. He's, yeah. get, he's getting health oh, back. Oh, right, right. Oh, right, so right, the right. dice as well. But with that, yeah. tactics ability, he's getting health back. So, um, yeah. Sticky Wiki, uh, I, I think he's really good. I think he's really good too. Nine health, five, five on shooting and seven, six on melee. He's, his expertise is one gives you a block, a defensive expert. One gives you a block and turns a crit into a hit. Mm-hmm. And three gives you two blocks and turns a crit. It's so good. Yeah. His spear, like one expertise is two extra hits. Three is a crit and a hit. Four is two crits and a hit. 
His combat tree gives you pretty much everything that you would want. It gives you damage, it gives you conditions, it gives you shots. Two shapes, pushes, it you, yeah. It gives you a dash. It's so good. Like, he's just everything you want. He Right, he even has a fantastic tactics ability. Oh, it's awesome. Like, if we're talking... If we're talking about fast characters, he's also very fast because his tactics ability lets him dash. What each character in a supporting unit, if you know, if they're within range three, three, yeah, they can dash towards a chosen enemy, and then he can also dash, and then he's got stealthy approach, so he gets another dash, and then he gets a move. He's just, man, he's gonna be so such a fast little murder bear. Yeah, and, and his dice are great. If that one dash isn't enough, to, it is sorry, is is enough to get you. Um, kind of like on the center point, struggle three, the game's in the balance. And then he's just like, you know what? Everyone around me, take exposed. Thanks. That's right. Well, you could you could get two dashes, right? Yes. Focus. Yes, that's right. Focus, yeah. Two dashes, focus, and then hunting horn, which is an action. That's right, yeah. But expose everybody and then just hit them with an eight dice attack when you're exposed because layers on the other side or whatever, yeah. right? So he's he, really good. He actually won me my last... Um, TTS game. Nice. Um, so what ended up happening was he. Um, so it, it came down to it's str- bottom of struggle three. The momentums are built up all the way, and um, I, I drew Wicked at the end there, who hadn't been hadn't taken a wound off him because he's just he's sticky wicky. So he got his dash towards uh, one of the side object. It was the one straight across the middle in the the, the sabotage showdown. Um, so he he moved across. He. Did a big murder, and then he, um, then I was going to control that point because I had a unit there, and then he rolled up the dash thing from low gray. He dashed onto the center point, which gave me more numbers, and I took all four points and and did a momentum. You got a momentum, so like he he's phenomenal. Um, wicked, yeah, he does everything you want him to do, really. Yeah, I think I think he's a fantastic. I think this box is possibly the one of the best boxes. You know, I'm obviously jumping ahead. This box is one of the best boxes. Because, to come out. yeah, so what do you want to talk about next then? I think we talk about, let's, we've spoken about him a lot. So let's talk about Logray. Yep, sure. So Logray is the primary, right, Tree Shaman. Yep. He just got so much on his car. That's amazing. Yeah, people like to shoot so, on him with those two wounds, but I've played a, a bunch of games with Ewoks and I've never taken him off the board. Yeah, so like, it, the main thing is, so he's got a tactics ability called Inspiring Presence. So at the start of his activation, each allied Ewok warrior gets a hunker. It may remove two health on condition. Then each allied scout character may dash, right? So your whole team is either getting a hunker, removing two damage, or a condition, or they dash. Or and it's Leia, the Leia, yeah. Leia has both the warrior and scout tags, so she gets to do both. And it's pretty nuts right because you just you basically have to like one shot these ewoks or you have to kill them very quick or he's just going to let them heal or dash out of the way yeah then he's got elders command so it's basically tactical the the droids so a supporting character within four it may dash then gain a hunker remove one can or make a five die so that's fantastic then he's got stealthy approach himself so he can do a little dash then gain a hunker or a focus so look at on his turn, potentially, he's got, what, at least three units, probably, with the scout dash at the start. Then he can pick any Ewok supporting with Elder's Command. They get a dash, then he gets a dash. The amount of movement that he provides to the team is ridiculous. Yeah. And we haven't even spoken about protective wards. So when he's not wounded, characters in other 
allied EWOG units within four get one dice to their defense rolls. Fantastic, particularly for Sticky Wiki. Oh, yeah. And then finally, finally, his identity. Each time an allied EWOG character wounds an enemy unit, roll an attack die. On a crit or hit, refresh a force. Fantastic. Yeah. On a miss or expertise, each character in the attacking unit. Look, the dash one is probably not as good as the refresh force because the refresh force is fantastic. It lets you get your stealthy approaches off, lets you use Elder's Command, lets you use Layer's Bomb ability. Like, it's just so... Elders that can deal a lot of, if you're lucky, um, can, can deal a lot of damage. But over time, I don't think they're a list that does it all at once. I think they're a slow build damage list, but I think it's the stacking of conditions, the chip damage, that over time, you're looking at your opponents running out of legs. I think that's the way they, they're operating. Yeah, and look, I don't think he's a—he's not really a slouch in combat. Like he's no chirp. No, no, but he's—he's he's pretty consistent with what he's getting. He's got a decent expertise in defense and in yep. attack. Um, yeah, yeah, all round one of Good the conditions that he can hand out. He's one of the better eight threat, not eight threat. That's MCP. Uh, he's one of the better eight <laughs> eight squad points. Eight squad point leaders. I think. I, I think it's hard to deny. So I think this box is fantastic. I think the other box is pretty damn good. Yeah. So if you have any interest whatsoever in playing Ewoks, buy them both. We forgot to talk about the Trappers. Oh, um, just everything we've said about the Hunters, exactly the same for the Trappers, except, <laughs> except basically they, get um, they get have this fucking trap. They cost four points, so they come one, one extra point, but they get this trap card. So it replaces a card in your deck. You guys, it's not replaces, That's sorry. Replaced. It adds. It adds. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, I misspoke. It adds, it adds a card to your deck. Um, and when it comes out, like we've said before, somewhere here on the channel, uh, you just... You play it, you fuck up your enemy team in some way based on some sort of random no, result. No, so basically you choose you choose an active objective, you roll a die, and then you either pin and push or do two damage to characters and units that are on that active. And it is such a ridiculously strong card. Because after you do that, you just pick another. So let's talk about it in our... But they're fantastic. Wait, they're fantastic. The box is fantastic. Yeah, if you're going to buy anything... If you're going to buy two boxes, I think, and you, you're even remotely interested in Ewoks, this is, these are the two boxes. Unfortunately, you have to buy the two. They, yeah, you can't just buy one. No. You have to buy both. Yeah. They, they go together, Vegemite and Buck. I hate Vegemite, so... Yeah, but, like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, what is it? Peanut buttery jelly. But we're not American. So not nah, we're not American, um, but, yeah, no. Beer, the, beer and an esky. Downside, I think the downside is they are expensive because they have five characters five characters in yeah. so they are more expensive boxes just like the plug box but if you're interested in ewoks at all i think they're going to be a strong strong list and i think if you're interested in look if you're one of those lame people who wants to chase the meta to win i think they're a potential squad these two squads i couldn't agree more yeah couldn't agree more so, Red Mando 2, I think it comes to our next topic here today on our list, is the Ewokalypse, the Doom facing, uh, I was going to say Crisis Protocol, Shatterpoint. Um, a few of the world's top players, uh, at least on Longshanks, have just completely left the game blaming the Ewoks. What do you think of this? I, yeah, look, I think we just went over the Ewok boxes, and they're good, right? Like, they're good. Um, and I think... Maybe people weren't expecting them to be as good as they are. Um, 
and maybe people were sort of like oh, i'm just stuck in I, I have i have a list and i'm just going to play that list and then this is what's great about shatterpoint is that you get a new release and then it just shakes everything up right and i think people weren't ready for that so red Mando one how about could you give us your opinion of how ewoks play yeah, so I've played them a, f- a few times. Um, I think I said it before, but they are lots of chip damage and lots of conditions. But on top of that, particularly with um, you've got low grade's ability, his, his tactics ability, you are sending your, your whole team up the field. So they've got a lot of out-of-activation movement. And on top of that, they have a lot of out-of-activation actions. And so you've got this whole mobile kind of like swarm, the swarm as you can get, I suppose, in, in Shatterpoint. Because um, you know you're restricted to your your six units, uh, yeah. So, um, but they are really oppressive, I find, because they're just they're everywhere. They're constantly moving back on points, and you find yourself really easily when you play against them. You know your primaries, your secondaries stacked with three or four conditions, and you, it's uh, they make you think about how um, how you really want to use your primaries, um, particularly mid mid game. I don't know. Do you find it, they kind of work the same? So I would. It's it's like they're a combination of droids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. if you think the classic kind of Kalani, you know, Kraken. Kalani, Kraken, B ones, B twos. So they're kind of like a combination of droids, but then also Republic. Because every single one of those little murder bears has stealthy approach. Yeah, so right? they're getting so a hunker. Yeah. They're getting a hunker or a focus plus a dash for one force. Can you imagine how good it would be if every single Jedi had defensive maneuver? You would love it, right? Oh, with a focus. And ha- with a focus, like yeah, like even if it was a defensive maneuver, it was you know the wolf pack, the wolf pack ability, like run and gun. You get a dash and you get a focus. How good would that be? And Ewoks have that, right? So it's like this out of activation movement that you get from Wicket because Wicket can push supports right yeah. so he, he's kind of like a little i mean kind of like a little kalani then you've got logre who can also do it with his tactics ability and then also with the what is it elders command yeah um but then each individual model is super mobile right because they've always got the option of using stealthy approach and if you if you're looking at leia as the other primary she has both infiltrate and defensive maneuver. Yeah. Right. So she, like the the mobility that this team brings you is crazy. It's high how much mobility they bring. And yes, they just have chip damage and they have conditions all over the place. Yeah. Right. So they're just gonna even if they don't kill you, they're gonna go, Okay, you got strain and pin and disarm. Yeah. Or like strain and pin and expose. And you're just like, I can't do anything. Like, you know, one of the things that I think people have started to realize about Shatterpoint is that sometimes rather than, you know, for sure, if you need to kill them to get the momentum, it wins you the struggle, wins you the game. Of course you kill. But a lot of the time, what's really good is you load somebody up with three conditions. They're left on one or two, you know, stamina left or health left. And you go, okay, have your turn. Because you know their turn is going to be garbage because the the first thing is they need to heal strain or they die and then they need to use their move you know to to get rid of the pin and you've just hampered their ability to do anything in their turn and ewoks just excel 
at being able to do that. They they excel at at that strategy. A hundred percent, hundred percent agree. I also think, and you kind of touched on the Republic droids thing, where they sit in this this middle. I think if um, you have like a triangle, droids are on the left, Republic are on the right. These guys are, are the top middle. They're better than both because um, unlike the droids. They are really good in melee as well as ranged, and the droids kind of specialize in ranged. But unlike the Jedi primaries, these primaries bring some really good ranged attacks. Like I think they're better in range than they are in in melee in a lot of ways. So uh, they kind they kind of make up what both the droids and the Jedi lack in, um, you know, in, you know, in the attacks there. So I think yeah, the Ewoks are are really good. They're incredible, right? Yeah, and I think the other thing that we probably need to talk about because we didn't touch on it too much last time mm-hmm. is the the traps card. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because this card is nuts, right? Like this card, this card shakes up the game so hard, right? Because so what it is is we touched on it briefly before, but when you draw it, it goes into your order deck. When you draw it, you pick an active objective and then you roll one attack die on a crit. Each enemy unit that is contesting that objective gets pinned. Then you can push them away from the objective two, and then each pushed character suffers two damage. That's right. So you do that on a unit. It's it's if you do that on a unit that's got two models on there. Yeah, they get pinned. They both get pushed away, and then they suffer four damage, which is insane. Now it gets less insane there because that's only a one in eight chance. Then. Damage is each enemy character. So if you roll up the damage, yeah. uh, sorry, the strike. hit. Each strike. Yeah, thank you. Each enemy character that is contesting the chosen objective suffers two damage. So that's potentially four damage. If you get expertise, each enemy unit that is contesting the chosen objective gains pin and suffers two damage. So here, if you have two characters from the same unit, on the objective, they only suffer two. They don't suffer four. Whereas if you roll the strike, they suffer four. That's but right. they do get pinned. And then finally, the miss. Each enemy character that is contesting the chosen objective gains pin. Now, imagine your typical setup when you're not... Like, you know, for the all of history, once people figured out all of history, six or seven months. But for the last six or seven months, everybody's been playing Shadowpoint this way. And they very quickly cottoned on. If you're the second player, how do you deploy? You deploy your primary behind some objectives, and then you deploy such that your secondaries and supports are covering all of those objectives. Yeah. Right? That's how everybody's done it, because that's the way that makes sense, because then you're going second, the other player, they get their go, they have a, a unit that moves off the objective, hopefully gets another objective, and you just get your two rear objectives or your one rear objective, whatever it is, which mission you're playing, you just get that for free. But imagine you're playing Ewoks, and they get this traps as their first card. You've got your secondary, and probably one of the unit, one of the characters from your support unit on those objectives. If they get that crit, those units are basically done for the first struggle. They get, they both get pinned. They get pushed away too, so they're like behind your primary at that point yeah and they have two damage each it is nuts how strong that traps card is and you know that's obviously best case scenario pretty much is to draw it first but anytime you draw it you're going to get something good out of it i don't think that there's any time where you draw the trap card and you go oh no 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 because 
you're always going to be like, this is amazing. The only time that I can see is if you just flip to, diff to a different struggle, right, and nobody's on any of the active objectives. But otherwise, this trap card is insane. It's got it no drawbacks. So there is zero yes. drawbacks to drawing it because it's not like you're missing out on winning an objective across the field. You still get an activation after you play the card. Yeah, it's so, so good. It is just crazy how good this trap card is. So I think it's understandable, you know, because what happened was Ewoks dropped, they went into the TTS mod, and then, you know, Season 3 or Episode 3 of the TTS League started, and people yeah. just weren't prepared for it. Right? They hadn't played it. They hadn't prepared for it. They hadn't thought about, what do I do when I face Ewoks? Yeah, you can't. So just... I can kind. Of... Oh, yeah, go. Go. I was gonna say you just can't bring like you know the typical Vader more into it and expect to win. No, I I, I think yeah, hundred percent. You can't just go. I've got a. I've got my favored list. Vader, Maul. I kill stuff. You're not gonna win because they're gonna condition all your heavy hitters to the point where they're useless, and they're gonna outmaneuver you yeah. massively, right? Because they they just have so much extra movement. Yeah, and right? I think they've got the go on. And so I just think people weren't prepared for it, and I can understand why some people say, "Is this the Ewokalypse? Is this you know before we had some histrionics from certain parts of the community where they were saying, "Oh my God, Vader One, he's so ridiculously overpowered. You can't beat <laughs> Vader One." Like that's just. BS, right? Like anybody who actually knows the game beyond, or anybody who you know actually knows the game versus somebody who just thinks they knows the game, mm -hmm. they can see that that's ridiculous, right? Like Vader is strong. Vader one is is strong. He's a strong primary, and he and he brings a lot to his team. But it's not at no cost, right? Like you make your team a lot squishier, um, you know, and killing is not necessarily always the best approach. You've got a lot of characters that can punish killing, right? Like you've got Mother Towson, yeah. you've got Ahsoka, right? You've got Dooku. And I think you can see the evolution of lists so that people were like, okay, well, I want to put some punish primaries back into my into my strike strike teams, particularly in your premiere format, because now I can deal with those heavy aggression lists. I think if you try and play the heavy aggression lists into Ewoks, you're going to have a bad time. And I think that's what we've seen played out in TTS. Yeah, I think attrition really went out the day early on in um, list building in Shatterpoint here at the beginning of it, it, the lifespan of the game. And I think that might be symptomatic of people coming from other games, not used to being able to push and, and pull people off objectives and that playing such a huge role. Um, but as we get further into the life of the game, I think you'll start to see attrition lists um, start to die off a little bit. And um, these lists that load people up with conditions and play the late game really well, I think you'll see them start to flourish. And I think, um, and I don't know if we covered it, I can't remember now, um, it, a lot of people thought when Ewoks kind of were released, we read all the cards, that they were going to be really good, like Struggle 1 and Struggle 2, but like really weak into Struggle 3, like you don't want to go to Struggle 3 with the Ewoks. I think it's the opposite way around. I think Ewoks really want to go to Struggle 3, load everyone up with as many conditions as you can, and then when Struggle 3 comes around, you've got, you know, your enemy's primary characters 
have you know these really poor activations like you were saying they just can't do anything or get anywhere or they've got they have to remove a strain and they've got disarm or they've got to keep the pin or something so yeah i think you're going to see a lot of ewok late game victories like third struggle victories um if it comes down to it and yeah like like we said before low gray and um chirp they don't mind the two wounds they're not really coming off the board all too often i don't really take pawns off the board all too often and he's He's got terrible wounds um, and, and really low health. So, yeah, I don't think that's going to be a struggle for them. Yeah, I think, you know, the point you make about do they want, like, I don't think that they necessarily want to play for the third struggle, but I think they're going to excel in the third struggle. Yeah, you don't want to ever go to third struggle. You want to do everything right. you can you to win. You want to win. Yeah. That's it. You want to win in two struggles if you can. But if you find yourself in the third struggle with the Ewoks, I think, they're going to be in a pretty good position. I think they look. They could get. They can get unlucky, which happens in in Shatterpoint, right? You draw, yep. you draw your your supporting characters. They have to move up onto a point, right? And even with all the defenses that they get, right? Because they're going to get a hunker. Yeah. Right. They still may die. Right? So you can dice are always going to dice, and you may just get unlucky, and you're going to lose with them. It's not like we're not we're not in that situation where the Vader one people were where they were just crying, you know, the sky is falling and there's no possible way that you could possibly handle the onslaught that is a Vader one list. Yeah. That's not at all what we're saying. What we're saying is that, you know, Ewoks are very strong. You have to understand where their strength comes from. Yes. And then you have to think about ways that you can play around their strengths yeah you're gonna to need to get reps in with the ewoks they're not a plug and play i think they're not that a super high skill cap but i, th I think you're gonna need some skill you can't just plonk them on a table and expect to get a victory you're really gonna to have to play smart and remember all the the range triggers and everything they can do so you want to keep your supports within range three of wicket you want to keep everyone within range three four of a, a live logo you want to keep layer within range five of those exposed targets particularly for paplu to get his um you know what does this do you know to steal your opponent's expertise so there's a lot of these little nuances that if you forget these these triggers um you're going to really struggle so they're not just i'm going to put them on the table and win a game not by any means. Good players will win with them, uh, but you have to be... They, they can still be beaten. Good players can still be beaten with them. Like you said, dice, dice sometimes, and you could get a really shit draw. You could waste two of your trap cards in a game because of where the, you know, the situation just changes and you know, no one's on a, on a point at, the, at that time. So, you know, um, it's not a guaranteed victory. You're going to have to put reps in. It does take skill. I agree, I agree. So, let's talk about some ways that we could fight back against this Ewokalypse. Yeah. Right? So because obviously there was kind of like the first wave of games, everybody looked at, I think everybody that's kind of keeping up to date with what's happening in the TTS League would have gone, holy shit. Ewoks, Ewoks just like wiped the floor with really strong players. Like they beat really strong players. Yeah. Morgan Reed, for example, right? Exactly. Or, or Tom, you yeah. know, the harp daddy, he got beat as well. And, and you know, so there was a lot of a lot of Ewoks just kind of romping to victory. But what are some things to consider when you're playing into Ewoks in both list construction and then on the table that you need to think about? 
So if we're discounting Chirpa, I think I think Leia is probably going to be the more popular primary. Um, if we're discounting Chirpa in his um, punch through protection, I really like a Repu I'm biased, obviously, but I really like a Republic list, and I really like a Mace Windu and Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, and the reasons are Mace Windu brings protection and steadfast to a whole team. And we're talking about this little chip damage that the Ewoks are getting through. Mace Windu, with that protection, is going to be able to negate a lot of that. And so I think the Ewoks are going to have a harder time wounding people, particularly on their their um, support units and their, their secondaries for the most part. And even their primaries don't have a huge amount of damage output. So I think that's one way that um, Mace Windu works really well to... Um, you know, stop the Ewoks from doing what they want to do. And the second thing, obviously bringing Kenobi as a primary, um, generally your Republic units are going to want to utilize those Tonkas a lot and bringing Mace Windu, you're refreshing force in Jedi Master when you activate the Shatter Point. So your troopers are going to have more Hunkers to deal with. Um, and I think being able to negate those conditions, so the Ewoks, you know, take a shot at you, give you two conditions, let's say they give you a pin and a strain, um, well, you know, with a Kenobi Hunker, you're going to be able to heal off that strain and then move um, to get rid of that pin. So you're going to, and if you're in Mace's range as well, you know, you're negating lots of damage and lots of conditions. That would be my idea uh, of, of how to combat the Ewokalypse. And that's just because that list is the one I have played. I have so many reps with that list and I just think that one works really well into them. And I think, you know, it's time that Republic, you know, people see the value in Republic because I think people are sleeping on Kenobi. I agree. I agree. And I think we might get to sleeping on Kenobi a little bit. I think if we extract maybe some more generalized things from what you're saying, yep. is that you know, if we go back to the, the points that we've been making, Ewoks like to do chip damage. So they're unlikely to one-shot your characters. Yeah, very, right? so very if unlikely. You if you have characters that have some, you know, if they have Steadfast, if they have Protection, they're going to probably enjoy playing into Ewok. Yeah. Right, because they're not going to suffer, I've just taken nine damage in one attack, right? You, you, you're going to suffer three, maybe four maybe five or whatever, but you're like, okay, well, I reduced that by one and you can't push me off. Yes, I've got a whole bunch of conditions, but if I'm not off the point, that that's the key thing, right? Yeah. And then I think the other thing that the Mace Windu box gives you is, you know, people will shit on Pons every day of the week, but he does give out-of-activation movement. Yeah. Right? Cool. So the other thing that I think you want when you're playing into Ewoks is some out-of-activation movement so that you can respond to them doing their out-of-activation movement and them moving, you know, moving so fast, right? So you've got Pons who can, you know, move another character. You've got Mace who can move another unit and then yep. move himself, right? And a lot of the time he's allowing you to... to get rid of these conditions that it, that they may be dropping on you. Yeah. You know, he's if you keep him in Jedi Master, he's refreshing to force, which you always want more force. He's doing three heals, right? So he can get rid of three conditions. Then he can move himself. So he could get rid of all four of those conditions, right? Because he's got rush to action, gets rid of the pin, and he get, uses the heal from the shatter point and heals off the other three conditions. So not, yeah. I think the out-of-activation movement... Um, and having generally sturdy, sturdier characters, 
I think is going to work. I think, you know, you mentioned Mace and Obi-Wan, and I think that's a good list. The other one I think that's quite good is Mace and Padme. I know you're not a Padme fan, but, um, you know, Padme and her box bring so many of the things that you want to play into Ewoks, yep. right? You, you're giving... you got tons of out-of-activation movement from from Padme, from Sabe, even the Handmaidens when they attack and Sabe gets a dash. Like, you've got a lot of out-of-activation movement in those two boxes. Um, they've got pretty good ranged attacks because, obviously, Padme... Republic, she's not a Jedi, so she's allowed to have a blaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think that list is another good one that is going to play well into Ewoks. Are there any other lists that you can think of? Mm, um, look, I'm a pretty loyal um, guy, despite the fact I'm a Red Mando to the Jedi. Um, anything really that has, yeah, like you were saying, out of activation movement and protection really is going to do well. Are you saying that the Inquisitorious have a chance? Um, I think Fifth Brother has a chance. <laughs> I don't know, about the rest, don't know about the rest of the box. Um, we, we, yeah, I think just for now, I want to see a, a Republic resurgence. I think we are going to see it, right? Because like you said, um, they play, they almost, Ewoks almost play the battle droid synergy better than the droids. Yes. And they kind of play a bog standard Republic synergy a bit better than bog standard Republic will play it, right? So, like, um, you know, the the Obi-Wan, General Obi-Wan is amazing, which we need to get to at some point. But, yeah, I think those kind of, if, if you're like, um, I love Separatists and I love droids, I think you may struggle into the Ewoks a little bit because yeah. you're, you, you know, they're just, they love to be shot, right? Because... They're going to have hunkers because Logray gives them hunkers because Stealthy Advance gives them Stealthy Approach, sorry, gives them hunkers. Yeah. Right? So they're going to have hunkers. They're going they're to probably going with... have, they start with it, yes. So then they're going to have, you know, shoot me, cool, yep, cool. I've got seven dice in defense. Yeah. Right. And you're just like, you've got what? Seven dice in defense. Right. So I think they, they prefer to be shot rather than be attacked in melee. Sure. So maybe that's another approach that you could go. Maybe you can go, uh, you know, an attrition-focused melee. But I think what we've seen is if you've only got melee attacks, you lose, right? Because you, as good as your melee attacks might be, you're giving up a lot of flexibility. You're giving up the ability to reach out from range four, or range five, and hurt someone. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And that's always going to hurt you when you get into struggle two, struggle three, where you, you know. There's only three active objectives. You may not be in the best spot to be able to get into position on one of the, you know, the pri- the priority objective. If you've if you've only got melee attacks, you may struggle a bit, particularly with the way that they can just kind of swarm swarm the board, move stuff around so quickly. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, I'd like to see a resurgence in Republic as well because people have been saying Republic suck. They don't from you know almost day one and i don't think they suck i think you know they're probably a different type of list and maybe it wasn't as strong a list when there was a bit more attrition focus but i think it's great to see that now with ewoks you've got a different play style that's strong and so now people need to to react they can't just go 
I'm taking Vader Maul. I just kill stuff. Okay, cool. You'll lose uh, right. because yeah. they they just swarm you. They'll shut you down with conditions. Like that's not that's not going to work. So people have to have to adapt, and I think it's great. That's really good for the health of the game. I think. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, look, there might be some people who are like Ewoks. I will never play Ewoks because they suck, um, and they're only strong because you know people want they want to sell the box. No, no, that's. <laughs> <laughs> do you subscribe to any of those conspiracy theories? No, they want to sell every box they make. Like, what, are they just making Ewok boxes to sell them? I think, you know, you could make the Jar Jar box and he could be the shittest character in Shadowpoint. People are still going to buy him and play him. Oh, I don't subscribe to that bullshit. That's not, that's not something I, I look at. I think they've, they've, they're looking... So I think what AMG do really well is they look at a theme of a character. And they looked at the theme of the Ewoks and what do they do in the movies and how can we bring that to life on the board? And that's what the Ewoks did to the Stormtroopers. They took them by surprise. They were everywhere. You had no idea how to stop the advance. And there was traps all over the Forest Moon of Endor. And that's what caught them out. And I think that is exactly what's happening to people in the game. I think they're just being caught out. And I think it works so good. It's so meta. I love it. Like... Bring me more I agree. AMG. Like I, I agree. I agree. They 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 have captured Ewoks perfectly, right? Like, yeah. No, for sure. They they totally have. I agree. I think they AMG are really good at sort of figuring out how do we, you know, what is the essence of this unit or this force, and how do we represent that on the table? And I think they've done a fantastic job with their Ewoks. I think they're going to be strong. They're always going to be strong, but they're not. It is not the Ewokalypse, right? It's 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 shaking up the meta. It's changing how people need to think about their lists, pr- particularly in you know a premiere format, sure. because you're going to have to think: Am I going to face Ewoks? Probably at some point. If I do, what list do I take? And then what list do I take that plays okay into other lists? Right, because. Obviously, if somebody's taking the Ewoks, they still have another two squads, and they don't have to take the Ewoks, right? They may take something else. Yeah. So yeah. you're going to have to think about not just a list that only beats Ewoks, but a list that is strong into Ewoks, but also plays the other game pretty well. And I yeah. think the the t- sort of, I guess, the two that we put out there, which was Mace and Padme and Mace and Obi-Wan, I think they play the normal game, like not the Ewok into the Ewoks, but just into anything, I think they play it pretty well as well. So I think, yeah, we may see, you know, more of a resurgence of of Republic and less less uh, just kill stuff with with Vader 1 and, and more, right? Nah, Obi-Wan's C-tier, right? He's shit. <laughs> That's, yeah, I mean, look, he is, because obviously your opportunity cost of taking general Obi-Wan is you can't take... Obi Wan Kenobi out of hiding. You can't take Obi Two. Oh, yeah, and he's so broken. Man. Do we? Does that lead us into our final segment? This is yeah. This is going to lead us into our final segment. See through the lies of the Jedi. So this is what you've been told by other people. But it's all lies. It's all a front. Uh, there is nothing true. It's all baseless accusations, and we're here to set you straight. Um, and I think we're going to start with the man himself. Well, let's yeah, look, but let's just say it could be that they're lies, or it could just be that you know the Jedi Council were blind, right? Oh, fair call, yes. Right. So it may not be malicious lies. It may just be 
they're, they're idiots and they're blind and blind they can't see the dark side. That's right. They can't see, I don't know, they can't see the forest for the trees. Yeah. So we're not necessarily attributing it to um, they're trying to lie to you. The right. other option is that they're idiots. I, I think both of those options fit into Red Mando's philosophy. Right. You're either being you're either being fed lies or the people that are saying it are wrong because they're dumb. Yeah. But anyway, yes, what's our first see through the lies of the Jedi topic? So one that's near and dear to both our hearts, um, the sexiest man in all of Star Wars. You know, I'll scratch that. The sexiest creature in all of Star Wars, and that's Ewan McGregor's General Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, look, he also did play the, you know, the character that Obi-Wan Kenobi out of hiding is based on. And I think despite him being much older, he's still quite a sexy man. There he um, is. But I think peak sexiness was General Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oof. Uh, look, uh, hot take, hot take. I love the mullet. I love the Jedi mullet in Attack of the Clones. I had a really dorky t-shirt as a kid that was just like, Four pictures of Obi-Wan from Attack of the Clones on a shirt. And on the sleeve, it had like a lightsaber all the way down. It was like a long sleeve shirt. And it's nice. like, Obi-Wan Kenobi is like, I loved that shirt to death. Like, I think I wore it until, you know, it was really, really religious. Um, extremely holy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really holy. So, um, yeah, I think we start with him. Um, and and let's, let's talk about first why we're, you know, what are the lies of the Jedi? So, I think... The biggest lie you'll be told about Obi-Wan Kenobi is that he's so uncivilized is shithouse. I think no, I think the biggest lie that you'll be told is that he's an average character and taking oh. him shoots yourself in the foot in your list construction. Both of those are that's... completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, both of those things are so wrong. What you right? said is it's... way more wrong, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think... The so uncivilized thing is people just not understanding the utility that you get out of so uncivilized for yeah. one force. I, I might, um, I might take lead on this one. I'll let you take lead on on what you've said. So yeah, go for it. If someone told you, like, close your eyes, say like, for <clears throat> one force you can get a hunker, you can get a dash, you can get a heal, and potentially with the option. Of, of like it's like a ninety percent chance of dealing three damage to your opponent. Would you take that option for one four? You of get, course you would. Yeah, so you're going to be rolling at least one extra dice in defense, possibly two. Uh, you know, course. a heal, a dash, and three damage. I think that's amazing for one force. I don't see what the problem with that is. Some people think that that's just fucking bullshit, and that's just you know that shouldn't be on his card. I don't believe it's, that at all. It is like I think what. What happens, right, is that people have this myopic view of So Uncivilized where they just go, I'm going to compare So Uncivilized to Deflect. It's not, though, right? at all. But but I agree. I to like, Look, we're in violent agreement here. Violent we're, agreement. We're Red Mandos. Violent agreement. We're Red Mandos. We're punching it up with flamethrowers. That's how, that's how fiery we are about this topic. Yes. But what it is is... People look at it in isolation, right? So they go, why would I care about one extra damage for a force? I don't want to pay one extra damage for a force compared to deflect, which is free. And I, you know, the other thing is, oh, so uncivilized. I have to roll it. Bef I have to pay for that force before I see if you yeah. got a miss. I'm like, come on, man. Like, I don't even care about the damage. Even if you don't care. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly my point. Even if you were like... Let's throw away the three damage, but let's say <clears throat> on demand you can get 
between one and two extra dice in defense and a dash and a heal. Or sorry, and a heal and a dash. You'd be like, that's a bargain, right? Like, if you think about it, if you think about it, defensive maneuver is a force for a hunker and a dash. So uncivilized gives you the hunker, gives you a dash, potentially, gives you a heal, potentially, and also potentially three damage. It is nuts that anybody that understands this game at all would possibly say so uncivilized is a garbage ability. It is so good. It is so good. And it it really deters better players from shooting at Kenobi. I played a game at CanCon where... Um, Kenobi was sat on a higher um, level objective. I drew him very early on, and I just I used I used him to move up. Um, and uh, my opponent had droids, and he ran with uh, a unit and shot at Kenobi. So I saw uncivilized. Um, I can't remember if I got the damage. I didn't give a fuck. Uh, and then he, he couldn't do anything. Couldn't take everyone off the point. He he rolled poorly. And then he he threw his next unit um, up at Kenobi, shot again, and I paid for it again. So Obi Wan was rolling three extra defense dice. Which is insane, and his expertise tree is really good, right? And so he's rolling. What was it? It was uh, not. Is it nine? Because he's got six. Yeah, right? he, he would have nine. He's yeah, rolling nine look, defense dice. Who's going to stop him? Yeah, because also you're going to be informed for Ataru ninety yeah. percent of the time. Look, general. Doresu, I can say that it's not a great form. You very, very, very situationally. In fact, almost never will you be in Soresu. Yeah, I have one situation where you may be in Seresu, but I agree with you, right? So you're going to be in Form 4 Ataru. You're going to have six defense dice. So, yeah, that situation you you said, you got eight defense dice on the first attack, and then you got nine defense dice on the next attack. Most likely you're going to get your... At least you're going to get your one and two expertise, which is a block and then a crit into nothing. That's right. And you got a good chance of getting three, which is two blocks and a crit into nothing. He is so tanky. He yeah. is so tanky. And even if somebody gets lucky, right, and they get one push through, he just gets a dash back on and he just stays on the point. And you're like, well, what, what happened? Your attack did nothing. You maybe did one, one or two damage. You pushed me once. I'm still on the point. You didn't take the point. You didn't do anything to Obi-Wan. Like, he's so... It, it's Yeah, it's nuts that that people would think so uncivilized is a bad um, ability. Yeah, and look, we haven't even touched on his identity yet. I mean, this is why I said anybody who says, honestly, anybody who says General Obi-Wan Kenobi is middle of the road, why would you take him when you could take out of hiding Obi-Wan? Because of his identity. Like, yeah, his identity turns... Unlocks Republic, right? It unlocks... The it Republic. does. It does. And, and, you know, a lot... Some people will say, and I think there is some merit to this, that a lot of the Republic characters, particularly the secondaries and supports, the design of them is factored around knowledge and defense. Yeah, paying the Obi-Wan right? tax is the term. You're paying... Exactly. You're paying the Obi-Wan tax on most of the Republic supports in particular because yeah. AMG, in their wisdom understand that knowledge of defense is so good right yep. so good so just for the people you know are, are we doing this for the people that that don't know shatterpoint or are we just saying if you don't know shatterpoint go to shatterpointdb.com read the character card and then you're good yeah look if you don't know shatterpoint 
Go to the early. Yeah, you're not. We're the bottom (laughs) of the barrel. So if you've got this far and you don't know Shatterpoint, thanks for listening. But go check out people like Rich Mid who do things for like beginners. Exactly. Exactly. That's who you want to check out. Exactly. So, you know, the ability to drop the hunkers to heal and then dash is ridiculously strong, right? Because it means that if you don't kill the unit, it's unlikely that you get them off the point, right? Because one, most of the Republic supports and a lot of the secondaries, for that matter, have steadfast if they have a hunker. And then if you manage to get, say, two pushes and they weren't smart and they didn't sit on the point, because if you sit on the point, one push can't get you off. 100%. But say they sat back a little bit and you put you manage to get two pushes, so you push them off through their steadfast or you have some other ability to, you know, maybe you get a push on the combat tree, so that ignores steadfast and then they just go cool you attacked me i'm done i heal and i dash back onto the point mm-hmm. right and you're like man i did nothing I, I, I like you know you a lot of the time what you what you think is 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 if an opponent has two characters on a point you're like okay what i'm going to do with my two character unit is i'm going to shoot or attack one of them push them off the point and then i outnumber two to one i get the point you try that with a general Obi-Wan Kenobi list and they just dash back onto the point. And you're like, what have I done? I just, I, I did nothing. I, I, maybe I did a little bit of damage, but they may have healed some of that. They had a whole bunch of extra hunkers anyway. So maybe I didn't even get any damage through. It's so good. It's so good. So good. And the other thing, I know I'm monopolizing this time. The other thing is, like, it... It gets rid of some of the time. It gets rid of your cheeky little. Oh well, I already wounded somebody. I'm just going to shoot this other person. And you're like, do you actually want to do that? Because yeah. if you do, maybe they can dash onto the point and they hold it. That's right. Right. Yeah. So you know, like you've got a single unit, right? And you maybe you went over. Well, sorry, maybe you got a, a a dual unit, and one of the characters can get onto the point, right? And the first time you go and shoot somebody and you kill them, cool. And you're like, cool, I can get my unit onto the point. I've got that point. The second one, oh, what can they do? Oh, they'll sh- they'll throw a, you know, a sneaky seven dice attack into ponds. And you're like, cool, you know, I, I might put a few damage on ponds. And you do it, you put a few damage on ponds, and then he goes, cool, I'll heal and I'll dash onto that point. Yeah. And now it's not your point anymore because now we're equal on the point. And, and it's, you know, that identity ability really just switches Galactic Republic on in so many. I couldn't agree more. And I know I said that maybe Leia has one of the best identities in the game. For me, Obi-Wan within Republic is the best. Like within a specific faction or whatever you want to call it, tag, Obi-Wan has the best identity in the game. He affects, he affects everyone on his team with it. Um, it give, like the proviso is they have to be Republic. But that ability well, just to not be pushed off a point so easily, like Dice's displacement is fucked for them and they don't like that, but anything else, they're happy to take attacks. Yeah, but you see, Dice's displacement, what you're banking on with Dice's displacement is you're like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to move on to a point, I'll push one person off with my attacks, and then I'll use my other ability and push somebody else off a point, and I have this massive turn where I've, you know, impacted two points or three points or whatever it is, right? Yeah. And and this just shuts it down. Because yes, you can diceless displace one character, but that's probably all you get. I right? think 
I was going to say, I think Barris may be the only person who can, and this is another person we're going to do see through the lies of the Jedi with, but I think Barris may be the only person who can confidently, even into a Obi-Wan Kenobi Republic, do that if she gets a whole tree, because you're getting four pushes and then a force push. And I, I think yep. with four pushes, uh, depending on where they play. Four pushes, yeah, four pushes is very strong. Um, and yes, we we need to touch on Barris at some point. What I will say, though, also, is if you haven't played, and I know you haven't because you're a stickler for this, but I'm uh, whatever. If you haven't played General Obi-Wan Kenobi with Vader 1, you're missing out in life because that list is so much fun, right? Like, it is it is such a fun list, right? Yeah. Because you, you've got knowledge and defense and you've got Vader's ability. And if you haven't rolled a 13 dice Ataru... You you haven't really you haven't really played Shadowpoint. Like, no, I haven't then. I definitely haven't. Because thirteen dice with with Obi Wan Atari form is so good. Like you, it's almost guaranteed to full tree right. And then when he full trees, he pushes three times. He puts disarm, expose, yeah. can pin on, and he does nine damage. It is so like it is such a debilitating activation from obi-wan it is so good now do we need to talk about obi-wan out of hiding because obviously the opportunity cost of taking general obi-wan is in a premiere format you can't you cannot take obi-wan kenobi out of hiding it's true yeah obviously that's the balance that's what people are weighing up whether they take um hobo one or um you know general obi-wan yeah i mean you, you brought him up why don't you take the lead he's a great like he's a great character if you're looking for somebody that you know rolls six dice and attack has a pretty good expertise tree in offense and defense um run is a fantastic ability i think that's almost almost his strongest ability on the card because you will always get run yeah so he always gets a full advance and a heal and he can give it out to anybody that's engaged and the strength of that is really strong, right? Because, you know, struggle two, struggle three, you can go, well, you know, my my Obi-Wan Kenobi out of hiding, he can heal somebody, they get a full reposition onto another onto a point, and then he goes on to another point, and I'm good, right? So he is good, and obviously what people are looking at is they go mind trick, and they go, oh, mind trick, ridiculously strong, um, turns off attacks. Of course, you will always take Obi Wan Kenobi over General Obi Wan. Nah, I, I just don't see it. Right, like Mind Trick is good, but one Mind Trick is within three of him. Knowledge and Defense is the whole board. He doesn't care where on the board you are. Yeah, he he gives you that ability. Mind Trick is very force intensive, particularly once Obi Wan out of hiding takes a Obi two. Gonna call him Obi Two. Once Obi Two takes a wound, right? Mind trick is three. That's, that's a lot. No, you're not spending it. That's a lot. Like you may spend it if it's like last activation or something, right? But that's a lot of force. Yeah, uh, it's it's and, really force intensive. Too much, I think. And it really only really screws over Galactic Republic Jedi. Right? Exactly. Because a, yep. a lot of the time, if you have a ranged attack you have another target. And yeah, okay, fine. You, you you remove two dice, whatever. But a lot of the time, if you're like, okay, do you want to make a five dice attack um, 
and cost your opponent two force? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, force is so important, right? So, <clears throat> mind trick is good. I just don't think it's, like, worth... Like, it's no... It's It, it doesn't hold a candle to knowledge and defense. No, and it's it's extremely... And generally, now that we play... Um, most people choose Sabotage Showdown. In that struggle one, Obi-Wan's going to be parked on one side of the board. And th- that he's not going to have a huge effect on whatever's happening on the other side. And then, because of, you know, the way it's set out possibly not even the center of the board once the struggles flips. So I think Obi-Wan, out of hiding, or Obi-2, really wants to see shifting priorities rather than um, Sabotage Showdown just because of the nature of this, the board state in the first struggle. We know which points are active and he's, he's only going to be effective on one side of the board and once you know you move a couple of models up there, you know, as you're saying, yeah, yeah, I'll take, you take two force off and I'll roll five dice. And I think good players will play the mind game with their opponent. They'll declare the attack against the non-priority target to, you know, at first. So it's either I'm attacking somebody with all my dice or I'm attacking the person you don't want me to hit. I'm getting less dice, but, you know, maybe they're going to be exposed, you know, with, with these Ewoks around and with Galactic Republic making their resurgence, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, th- that's a fantastic point, the the difference in the missions, right? Because obviously shifting priorities, Obi can move into the middle because the middle is always active on the first struggle. That's right. And and then he has a lot of opportunity to impact the board. But 100%, Sabotage Showdown, which I feel is realistically the only option that you should take. Me too. Right? Because, because if you lose the first struggle in shifting priorities, it is so hard to win two and three. Whereas in sabotage it's not uncommon to win two and three at all right so no no not at all you you want to you, you probably want to pick that and i can't wait for the third mission pack to come out because i hope it i hope it gives us something that is similarly balanced to sabotage showdown but gives us a different option obviously um i'm super yeah it's a it's a great point that you you don't like obi-1 obi-2's ability is probably limited to one side of the board um and and even then yes you can play the mind games yes you can drain the force um if you've got ranged attacks it kind of doesn't matter true yeah yeah no fair call so i think hopefully what we've done is shown you that if you listen to are we calling them jedi council if you listen to the jedi council and and you go yeah yeah, yeah. obi general obi-wan kenobi he is a c-tier character you just go, <laughs> you guys don't know how to play. Yeah. Um, and I think at least it will give you something to think about, right? Like you, you should consider whether or not the people that have told you that General Obi-Wan Kenobi is a CT character, do they actually understand how to play the game or have they just got fixated on Vader 1 um, and can't see the forest for the trees? That's exactly what it is. They're clouded by the dark side. Uh, poor souls, they'll never understand. <laughs> well, hopefully, maybe they listen to us. Yeah, d- just direct them to us. So we know these two dickheads that have <laughs> some smart things to say, despite the fact these that... These idiots, these idiots who have no idea, actually have an idea, you should listen. I, yeah. I don't think they'll listen because, you know, that's not in the nature. But you Well, know. because, you know, obviously we don't charge enough for them to listen. Well, well I think, you know, that's a good segue because... I think we finished, unless you have any closing thoughts on General Obi-Wan Kenobi. Just give him a kiss for me. Just get your card out and give him a kiss and say, that's from Red Mando. 
I, I think Red Man 02 would also like to give him a kiss. I have, you know, I have some good Obi-Wan shirts even now that I can wear. Um, so, you know, I, I love I love Obi-Wan. I love General Obi-Wan Kenobi. But I think what's happened is we've got to the end of our order deck. Yes, we're refreshing. We put, well, no, but we put a card into reserve. Oh, we did. We totally did, yes. And we now have to draw that card. Yeah. I think... Do you want to Do you want to start off figuring out what we're doing with this card? Sure. So, the card we've drawn is Patreon. <laughs> um, so, um, basically, all we're asking for you to do is spend $162 a month supporting us. And for that, <laughs> for that you can send us one message. That's it. That's, is it more than that? I th- no, I think we give you a little bit more because we are, we are trying to be nice. Um, but in all seriousness, there will be a Patreon. Um, going live, and I think that'll give you access to the Discord. Um, in some I ways, no. I think I think we decided everybody gets access to the because I think putting the Discord behind a paywall is a super scummy move. Scum. That just it's like I know we are like scum and villainy. We are the red bandos, but putting Discord access like a Discord server costs you nothing, right? Like it is so free. It costs you nothing. You get so much out of it. And putting access to a Discord server behind a Patreon paywall is like the scummiest move that you could do. Like it's you're like it's Jabba the Hut levels of scum <laughs> and villainy, right? Like it's it's beyond the pale, is my view. Yeah. But no, no, what we will what we will hundred percent do, because there are crazy guys out there, right, that are, you know, obviously more blessed than you or I, Mando One who have far more money than sense and who want to throw that money at Shatterpoint creators. So, of course, we'll we'll put our hat on the floor and say, if you want to pitch in, pitch in. So we're going to have crazy tiers in Patreon where you can do nonsense stuff like guest... You can guest star on an episode and we can talk about whatever you want for a segment. We'll do that. Yeah, even if you want to talk about we, how much you love scented candles, we'll do it. Fuck it. Yeah, like we'll we'll even go and buy some some of the candles that you recommend. Yeah. Right. We'll go and do that. Um, you can, if you want us to, I don't know, make make Wookie noises for five minutes. We'll do it. We'll do that. That we're we're gonna have that as a as a membership tier in Patreon where we will make Wookie noises for you or any noise for you for five minutes. Because that's that's what we'll do. Like we're red mandos, right? We we will whore ourselves out for Patreon. We're mercenaries. This is what we do. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. But we'll have you know all the shout outs, all that sort of stuff. We will think about doing some bonus episodes, or we might do some live streams that you get invited along to. Because if red, you want to, I was going to go. say red mando one. No, two, my mistake. I don't even know my own numbers. Redmando 2 is a phenomenal artist. Uh, and if you really want to improve your paint, not just like your game, like we're not here just about the game. We're here for all aspects of this hobby. And if you just want to improve some of your paint techniques, just we will live stream some painting. And Redmando 2 can teach you how to glaze and, you know, really treat your minis right. And I think that's something that's important. The rest of the hobby. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, agree. Yeah, the... Full full hobby up and down up and down the hobby spectrum. I'm there, so happy to to do that kind of thing. G- give some advice on what we've you know. If you want to throw some picture pictures at us, we can try and give some advice. 
We can do some hobby streaming. You can obviously play us. Oh, right? for sure. You yeah. can you can you can literally pay us to be your friends, and we will mm. play you on TTS. Yeah, and 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 physically, but depending upon where you are in the world, the the physical play may have large large fees associated with it. But TTS play, we can do that for sure. If you fly me from the outer rim to your house, I'll be there. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Anything else that we want to talk about from a Patreon perspective? Um, look, if you pay for the high tier, you're a fucking idiot, but we appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, I think that's true. I think that's kind of the main thing is, like, I look at those high tiers for some other podcasts and I just go, who's got that money to spare? But, look, if you've got that money to spare, like, if you're Mark Zuckerberg, we will up. play... Yeah, hit us up. We will play Shatterpoint in the metaverse. It's fine. I have a VR rig. Like, you know, it's not the latest, but I have a VR rig. We can play in the metaverse. That's fine. If you, if you want to do that, Mark, I'm down for that. Um, yeah. Anything else? No, I just think... Um, join the Discord, obviously. It's going to be free. That's where I was going with this. I was going to say... <laughs> you can pay whatever it is, eight dollars or something to join. Uh, but then, if you if you just ask us nicely, we'll let you in. Exactly, we exactly. We not... do want to grow the game. Like that is our whole goal of growing the game. I think. Um, I think the, there's an event coming up in Sydney soon, and it's a complete sellout. Um, a Shutterpoint event in Sydney that's a complete sellout. Uh, almost. Are you doxing us? Many... Are you doxing us? No, no. I just heard about it, and I just think. Okay. Uh, no, I don't know. I I just heard about it in uh, the Shadowpoint Discord Australia one. Um, it's got almost as many people that were in the TTS league for for Oceana uh, going to an event in Sydney. And like, how crazy is that? So, the more That's we awesome. grow the game, if we can be part of that community that grow the game, I think we're both happy with with what we're doing. Like we said, we just want to have a bit of fun. We will do dumb stuff like uh, the tier list of who's hottest. Just yeah, yeah, for point. sure. I think that's what we want to... I think next episode... Do, should we just, like, do a wrap-up of this episode? Yeah, sure. I think what we probably need to do is, if anybody has got to this point and you want us to give you money, you probably should, right? Yeah, they got listen this far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How long have they listened to us for now? It's it, before cut. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it's a long time, right? So if you've got... This far through this podcast, I think we probably need to become your patrons, right? So yeah. if you've got a Patreon, let us know. We won't sign up, but, you know, let us know just because it's funny. Um, we won't sign up. No guarantees. We're not yeah. actually going to pay you. Uh, look, if We may. We may. Like, if you've got something good, we may. What else? What else was I going to say? Oh, uh, next episode, what are we going to do? Um, so there's a couple of things, and you guys can tell us what you want, but I think... Some some dumb tier list. No, that no no no. Only people who are patrons can tell us what they want. Sure, but you can also tell us. Other what people, you, want. you can tell. No, they just sh- we're, shouting we're, into the wind. We they're won't just, listen to you, but you can tell us. Yeah, we, you can say it, but we'll ignore it. Um, I like the idea of a who's hottest tier list. I also like maybe a sculpted tier list. Like, I don't think anyone's talking about the sculpts. Yeah, that's that, isn't that a who's hottest? Who's got the best sculpt? Oh, that's what you mean. I thought. I, see, yeah. I was going just like character from Star Wars that is in Shadowpoint. But no, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's hottest? Um, what do we what need else? to do? We need to break it up into three episodes, like some other podcasts would do. Or do we need a mega? Do we need a mega long podcast? 
No, we're just, we're not gonna fucking deliberate for hours over who's hottest. Like we obviously know B one's arrested. Hey. Spoiler alert! But Roger, Roger, sign me up. I agree. I agree. All right. Anything else before we wrap up? Red Mando one. Can I just say my appreciation to you for this podcast? Thanks for the opportunity. It's been so much fun. I hope some people listen. I hope they enjoy it. But even if they don't, screw them because I've had fun and I enjoy. Yeah, no, obviously, likewise, uh, but not so much, you know, I hate, no, I'm joking. Um, no, no, this has been really fun, and, you know, we really hope you guys have enjoyed it as well. Um, be sure to follow, like, to leave a comment, do all of those good things on whatever platform you're listening to this on, and um, uh, reach out uh, in the correct avenues to join the Discord, where we'll share photos of paint jobs and um, talk about Shadowpoint, list building, um, because realistically, you want the truth in this game, and that's what we're going to give you, the dead-ass truth. Um, oh, I forgot oh, one thing. You tell we're me. Gonna have, we're going to have guests. guests. Yeah, yeah. Boba Fett is, uh, I hear he's, he's, in, Fett, yeah. he's rumbling around. He's going to join us. For sure. Um, yeah, we're, we're, so our goal is to invite different people from the community uh, across um, once, uh, you know, someone different every time. So you can get a lot of different perspectives. We don't live in, a, in an echo chamber. We don't really just want people who agree with us all the time. We're happy to have people who, who you know, think the loot box is great. Like someone comes on and it explains how to use that effectively. We're happy to be told we're wrong because um, that's that helps the game. For sure. You know, and we'll we'll shit all over you because we're red bandos, but that's right. You know, if you're up for the challenge, reach out. Yeah, happy to have you guys on. All right, thanks everyone. All right, well, uh, as always, guys, make sure you flip your stances and hit the clock back to your opponent. Don't forget. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs>